0: Welcome to the Chelsea Fancast, fueled by Guinness, powered by Celery, the show that needs some group therapy. What an unbelievable day. I mean, as, as people probably who know us well will know, we had a script tonight. Brilliant script. All about Chelsea beating Luton, Tammy getting a hat trick, all sorts of the usual kind of stuff. Loads of I mean, ridiculous amount of emails from you all. You are you are just almightily fantastic. And then at about uh, I mean, it's really weird, actually, about... I, I just logged... I mean, I have a really busy day on Monday, but I, w- I wandered into Twitter on my phone, and I have a list of uh, which I've created of all the all the decent Chelsea-related journalists. I thought, I'll just go and check in what else is happening so, you know, if I can add anything to the show tonight. And literally 29 seconds beforehand, Matt Law posted that tweet, which came up in my list. Thought, oh, my God. And, of course, the whole day has just been a nightmare since... Um, I felt sick to the stomach. I really have. I felt really, really down. And I know everybody else who loves this club and Frank Lampard in particular feels much the same way. So, of course, obviously, I have binned off this legendary episode, which was all to be about, uh, well, it was called Hatter Trick, all about Tammy and hat tricks and being Luton. And we're now obviously going to have to talk about uh, Chelsea Football Club being batshit, batshit insane and a, an abuser. And firing Frank Lampard. But there's no pithy intro from me tonight. That wasn't a pithy intro, by the way. That was stream of consciousness nonsense. Oh. But uh, <coughs> what what, what I, ha- I haven't written anything like I normally do because I don't need to. Because, uh, you know, Mr. Only a Pound himself um, wrote the most tremendous statement today. I mean, he's a fine man and a fine writer, actually. But uh, I-, I just thought that this was so perfect... Why why, why try and beat perfection when I can nick it off Twitter and read it out to you? So here we go. He says those connected with CFCUK would like to express their grateful thanks for everything that Frank Lampard has done as a player for Chelsea Football Club and for everything he tried to do as the club's manager. The pressure he must have felt would have been immense and the strain he was clearly under was beginning to show. Like many, those connected with CFCUK felt that Lampard should have been given sufficient time to finish the project that he had laid out before the board when he was first appointed to the role as manager. For those of us who genuinely have Chelsea in our hearts and for whom supporting the club is more important than the results on the pitch, this is, nevertheless, a dreadful day. The old adage that not that no one person is bigger than the club always applies. And in truth, regarding the history of our club, there have been harder days for us as supporters to face. However... This will be remembered as one of the very worst. As Chelsea supporters, we will continue to back our club as fiercely as we ever have done. But with today's decision having been made, that support will be given with an extremely heavy heart. Again, the thanks of everyone at CFC UK, and I should add everybody at Chelsea Fancast, go to Frank Lampard for all he tried to do. For the supporters, he'll always be a legend. Keep strong, Frank. We'll always love you. Uh, and as I said, I can't think of a better way of putting it than DJ did. So welcome to tonight's Chelsea Fancast. Cash from chaos. Chelsea Fancast number 787. And on tonight's funeral procession, sorry, show, um, I have, I'm have. i very glad to, to not only have three of my great Chelsea Fancast chums to uh, hopefully cheer me up a bit, but um, at the last look, about 100... Jesus Christ, 280 of you, which is a record, I think. So there you go. But first of all, Jonathan, how are you? I'm good. I'm dealing with the day. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
1: When was did that? Was, well, I Miss this Dave's uh, uh, fantastic um, letter there was it on Twitter.
0: Uh, Dave put it out on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Quite brilliant. Wasn't it? Brilliant. That's why I thought yeah. why, why why try and better it. It it's perfect. And and Chid, can you explain Cash from Chaos? I, one I don't get. Well more of that later in the show. Okay, so it's a teaser. Okay. Yes. Good. But of course it's also the very famous one of the uh Ten Commandments of the Sex Pistols and Punk Rock. If you remember the great rock and roll swindle. Yes, of course. Uh, yeah. Hmm? Burn all hippies. Or never trust a hippie. I can't remember. <laughs> but there we go we could do this all night but we won't it's great to see JK always is I had a love by the way everybody I had a, I, after the show on Friday Joe and I had a lovely chat for about half an hour it was great it was lovely to have a chat outside the football now um, serendipity is a wonderful thing and uh, on the day that Frank Lampard got sacked at Chelsea Club uh, football club we have the serendipity of having somebody who will not hold back by any stretch of the imagination Mr Tony Glover Good evening.
2: Um, you might find I'm slightly more sanguine than, than usual about it, but that's because no one's fucking That's not me up why,
0: That's not why I don't pay you. <laughs> that's true. That isn't why
2: you don't pay me. Um, I, I, there, there's plenty to come. I'm, I'm keeping my powder dry at the moment mm. and I'm trying to be detached and logical about it, but I fear at some point tonight that's going to tumble away
0: yeah, indeed. Now, uh, last of the usual quartet, but by no means least, the wonderful uh, Chelsea fancast Instagram king, uh, Mr. Dane Whittle himself. Evening. Hi, you are right. Yeah, I'm good. Well, I'm not, actually. I'm fucking shit, mate. But other than that, it's great to see you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had a,
3: I had a day off from work today. I had so much to do. And obviously, once that news came in, I didn't actually do sod all uh just sort of my eyes are, i think strained from all the reading i've done today and uh yeah got a bit of a lump in my throat and that that obviously you reading out what dave wrote as well i remember reading it earlier but now hearing you read it out yes yeah, put the hairs up on my arms yeah. and it's made me actually quite upset well lovely, I, 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 I agree yeah
0: it it yeah. is isn't it i mean it mm-hmm. i i've i've been really busy at work as i was saying today so i've I've had to be quite detached from it. And, and you lot have been absolutely full throttle on our WhatsApp group. The Discord group have been absolutely insane. Twitter's been just unimaginably, you know, voluble. And I've ro- I felt really a bit disconnected from it because I've had to work. But I've felt re- I have felt really sick to my mm-hmm. stomach all day and quite tearful, actually, uh, yeah. which is unlike me. But uh, I think there's a reason for that, which I will get onto in a minute, because it's a good time to remind everybody that uh, we do this every Monday, Whoever's been sacked that day, we're still on, uh, and we're on at seven o'clock, uh, and it's on uh, on Mixler, which is m i x l r dot com forward slash Chelsea hyphen Fancast, and of course there are loads of people. I mean, genuinely tonight, there's far too many people for me to name, but number one, there's so many of you in there that we know and love and consider to be great friends, and I can't think of a better way to talk about all of this than spend it with you and and i'm sure there's people that haven't seen us for a while but we know well who are also in there so welcome one and all great to see you in there um, obviously as you all know sometime tonight i will stick this up as a podcast so you can listen to it at your leisure but after this uh, little break we're going to talk about what happened today So, as I was alluding to with Dane, um, yeah, I felt really, really crap. And I know I know so many people who love Chelsea have been. And I think there's a very good reason for that. I, we're suffering from a huge and immense loss. Um, I think, you know, so many of us actually wanted Frank to succeed, you know, because... And I think it's not just because it's Frank and he's a legend and all of that it's just the emo- you know we all have a distinct and utter emotional connection to this club um and in a way you know frank <clears> lampard <throat> being a legend and everything embodies that but it wasn't just that it's just it was the promise of doing something different it was the promise of actually building something of of nurturing it of bringing yeah. of bringing through you know young academy players suffering teething pains suffering some poor results and poor form, maybe not winning trophies for a year or two, but the promise of what might happen in the future if it all came together. And there is something beautiful about that. So the loss of that dream is huge. Mm -hmm. But I think there's something greater than that. And I know Tony will opine on that throughout the show tonight. But for me... There's a point in there around the loss of connection. Well, I was going to say, exactly. You know, it's one more nail in the coffin... For me, of a connection that I have to this club, which is indescribable and utterly emotional, <clears throat> and I just feel, I feel like a little bit of me's died inside today. I really, really do. So it's a lot of loss, which is why we're all feeling like crap, isn't it, J.K.?
1: Well, it's a question of whether you look at the kind of inevitability of it all. I just the last few weeks, I've been, um, uh, I've been seeing the writing on the wall knowing the the the, the, the trigger happy nature of the uh, um of the the owner and um i felt that some of the performances i've mean, I voiced this in fact uh, on the, the podcast that some of the performances were so poor that it couldn't help but ring alarm bells and um so i have to say i i i haven't found this uh a surprise at all um uh it's it's of course what none of us hoped for what and all and we were this i think we've been slightly naive we've been slightly naive in believing that he wouldn't win not winning trophies would still allow him to create a dynasty because that gets in the way of the whole business arm of the club doesn't it um uh finishing top 4 and uh uh and making some progress in the champions league is what they base a lot of their their, um, budgets on. And so um, we were slightly in cloud cuckoo land when we made those statements about, yep, he's going to bring all the youth in and uh, we're going to end up with a side that is in his image um, that will carry all before it. Because there was always this possibility uh, that if it, for some reason, things didn't work, that, that Roman would would apply this, this, um, this edict. You know, it would come down from above. So it's been, I've found the last few weeks intensely worrying. And uh, especially given the performance of the two marquee signings, I think it's become very obvious that Frank didn't ask for either of those players. Um, and I think, in fact, uh, those two players have actually got in the way of Frank's project which we were so enthusiastic about, which was bringing the kids through. And um, for whatever reason, he hasn't been served well by either Werner or Havertz. And I think it could be the times. But it's if you imagine the situation where uh, the club has spent 120 million on two players who've both been amongst the best in the Bundesliga, it's no use saying it's the Bundesliga, it's still top, top division, um, the top, top, uh, league in, in Europe, and they've been playing out of their skins in that environment, and we've seen the deterioration. Well, in fact, Havis, has never actually started properly, but Werner, having been great, has just got worse and worse, and Frank hasn't been able to do anything about it, and so you can see the, the doubts that have been arising. I mean, oh, there are a whole list of things that we've been given access to, which Liam suggested on Friday that he knew a lot more about it and didn't want to reveal. But whether we believe them or not, I don't know. Like his insistence on asking for rice is not getting on with Marina. I'm sure we're going to get on to that. So uh, I've actually
0: felt... um, I think what what you're saying is you've you've prepared yourself for this, really, haven't you? Because, and I mean, do you know what? You've just come up with something in your own inimitable fashion, which is beautifully ironic. Because I often... I often accuse you of many things <laughs> to be fair but yeah, I often accuse number of things. no no <laughs> that's true I, I we don't have time to list them all but I ah. often I often accuse you of being a a dreamer and 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 unrealistic and and a perfectionist but actually you're probably the most level-headed and down to earth and pragmatic of all of us in this situation because I think you're right me wittering on for the last month or two about all this even writing it, um, I, I, I was, I i mean, we're, we're talking in a way. I mean, I, I've i put it in the script, haven't I? About the grieving process being shock, denial, anger, bargaining, um, sadness, and all the rest of it. But I have been in denial, and you haven't. And fair play to you for that, Jacob. Well, part of it
1: is, is because you know, Roman might not be there, but he's got every conceivable, um, <laughs> technological device for seeing everything in, in forensic detail. You know, he's on his yacht. He's probably, you know, he's got something stuck on the dugout, one, one camera and everything. He's, he's clued in. And he's he knows, you know, he's been managing, he's been owning the club since when he knew practically That was a
0: Freudian before. slip, JK. And and that well, may had, return later on this it
1: evening. It may be the case. But for 15 years, hasn't he? More 15, yeah. 17 years. And I'm afraid, that it was obviously set up before the Leicester game, but the Leicester game was the Nadir of performances, and you just sat there in complete well, disbelief. You know, I,
0: I, I know. I, I, we, I, we, we, we did have a good. Well, we didn't really have a good chat about it on Friday because we had other things to talk about, but you know i still stand by what i say which is i think a lot of the poor results and performances have been overhyped and i have seen far worse far more recently anyway we need we've got other people on the show and i'm yeah, conscious, sorry, conscious, sorry. no no we're both hogging it which is it's not a double act it isn't hinge and bracket much much as though people might like it, it to looks be like
1: one of them though tonight though, indeed
0: indeed anyway tony um where where do you stand on how you how you feel and and kind of dealing with it really
2: um I I genuinely thought after, yes, it's, it's, yeah, the the hindsight is playing absolute havoc with me because if you saw the the interview that was going around on Twitter with Frank about how he felt about the fans making the banners and this sort of stuff, um, that now looks like he really was um, quite emotional about the fact that he knew uh, an awful lot of the fans were on on his side and he knew he was going. I think he probably knew
0: before the Luton game. Well, I think it explains his dig at Liam on Friday a lot more as well. It possibly
2: does, but I don't think it was a dig at Liam. I, and I, I I, think people are being a bit oversensitive about that. I think he's got every right to, to, to say what he thinks when people are willing to put stuff out on Twitter and in The Athletic and all this sort of stuff. And and actually, it, I mean, that was a bit like being savaged by a dead sheep, wasn't it, the Geoffrey Howe thing? I mean, really, <laughs> yes. really, Frank didn't say very much other than I disagree with you. And I... I uh, and, and I respect him. And Liam himself has, has, has said, you know, it's, it's a big deal. People are making a big thing out of it over, over nothing. And and, and he respects that. But I think in in, in this particular case with with um, Frank, um, our our club, let's be honest, since Roman Abramovich took over, has treated pretty much every manager shabbily. Okay, I'm not saying Bates was any better. What I'm saying is is that um, the 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 way we treat these, you know, Hullet, the way he was elbowed out. The way um, Jose was done the first time, the way Carlo was sacked in the bloody corridor at Everton, the treatment that Conte gave because the board refused to support him because he won the bloody Premier League a trot, and all this sort of stuff, uh, you know. And you know, so we've got form on this. Um, I, I, you know, I had my doubts about Frank taking over. I genuinely believed in the project. I genuinely believed that this was a new model that was going to do away with the old checkbook model that we had before, where we went out and splashed out on the best players and bought in somebody and said, get this lot playing properly. Um, And it's been nice and we've won trophies out of it. However, and I've come to this conclusion over a period of time, but it's been kind of cemented today. We have won these trophies and it has cost the club its soul and its heart. Okay. And I just think we are now, we are brand Chelsea. Mm. That's what we are. We are an an artificial intelligence, logic-driven corporation that's there to make money from TV, from sponsorship, from merchandising. And this is, we've discussed this before, you and I, This is just yet another step along the route towards the disenfranchisement of traditional match-going fans. Because it's a drop in the friggin' ocean, match day revenue, right? And through the pandemic, they're playing in empty stadiums and they're still raking it in through television deals because television's the king. And it's pushing this stuff through. Frank Lampard had a third of the season last year behind closed doors. All of this season behind closed doors. About any fans being able to give support or any of that kind of uh, touch point with the fans, and that's been lost. and And it's not coming back either. So for me, uh, today is is sad. I, I that the the fact that people are going out, they got gotta respect Roman Abramovich because he's actually put something understatement himself. Fuck him right, for years the club has been in apparent decline if you read that article in the Athletic it actually says this, you know um, we were five years of decline leading up to fucking Conti and and whatever, who does the buck stop at? This is what my point is and I will say it again Roman Abramovich is like an abusive husband, showers you with a nice car, buys you nice gifts Nice gifts, and it gives you a nice fur goodbye. coat, no, no knickers. knickers. Just show. Well, that's actually,
0: that's Chelsea, isn't it? All fur coat, and no I, knickers. I,
2: I agree, but I think you know. I, I hope I, I hope Frank does the right thing and fucks off to um, become a good pundit or goes into an administrative role in the FA. I think he's way too intelligent for football management. If I'm honest, I really do. Um, I, I hope he. I hope he does something. Well, um, you
0: know what, Tony? There's a wonderful quote. Um, that hunter s thompson attributed to working in the music business which is the music business is a money-filled trench where good yeah. men die like dogs
2: yeah and i just think for me uh, th- this this is almost like snapped at the last part of any umbilical cord i've got to the to the club that i fell in love with and what it has become and and you know, I can only quote one of my mates I play walking football with. We we've been to Chelsea together, and I've said to him, I've seen you up at the ground lately, and this was earlier this year or when we were out to play. Uh, and he's just said to me, "It's not my club anymore, Tom."
0: Yeah. <laughs> he
2: said, I'll, "I'll I'll go down and watch Avent with my mates." Yeah, because you know it, it, it. You know it's. I know the youngsters, and I know the FIFA generation, the PlayStation mob. We're going to sit again. Fuck it, this is the way it is, or whatever. That's fine. Maybe this well, is there,
0: there's an there's an issue with that, which I I do pick up on, and I think I think that there there will be two types of people today. There will be those yes. for who who are ruled by their emotions when it comes to their football club. I I, I have to hold my hand up and say I'm guilty of that, and there are those who only care about trophies and and winning games of football. Now, I I would venture that the former, like me, are feeling this loss far greater. Than the others. Um, Dane, where do you sit on all of that?
3: Uh, oh, sad. Yeah, yeah, very sad. It was uh, it's like you've got sort of bottom of your stomach, empty feeling, haven't you? Like an end of an era, end of a relationship, almost a death. And I know, like Jonathan said, it was inevitable, uh, or other people have said, what do you expect? But it does not make it any easier, does it? Uh, you know, when we get new managers in, I try to be optimistic. Uh, but sooner or later, the manager or the team results, you know, or pressure from the board makes you lose that sparkle, and the, your optimism breaks away a little bit. But Frank put that spring in my step again, you know, the twinkle in my eye. Chelsea became Chelsea again, you know. We lot, you always have an unconditional love, but it was different with Frank, you know. He made me feel more connected to the club once again, fully connected. Uh, I would watch his pre-match press conferences more than any other previous manager. Loved being at the ground, you know, lucky enough to be a season ticket. So to see him clapping us for our support, yeah. you know, it it was sad to, you know, when he left us as a player, we didn't have a chance to say goodbye. And now as a manager, we haven't had a chance to say goodbye. So I suppose I've got to take to heart. But I was there for the Leicester home game, his first game, and he got a, a wonderful... Reception, And I suppose I was there for the last game uh, when the full crowds were there when we beat Everton, but just missing, you know, just walking around, you know, he'd always show appreciation to us Southampton away, you know, quite a few away games come to mind and, you know, the super Frank would come up and he just got it. We got it. He got it. And it was like a perfect relationship, but I, I can see where Jonathan's coming from. I see where everyone's coming from. I can see both sides, but as I said, it doesn't make it any easier.
0: It certainly doesn't. Um, we're going to have um, a little break, as we often do. But when we when we come back, uh, I'm going to go through some of those points that the Athletic article made today, which, as I said, was, you know, fulsome in uh, its analysis of what went down. And I think there's some really interesting things in there, so I'm quite keen to look at that. Uh, but before we do, I mean, we, we read out Dave uh, from uh, CFC UK's fantastic statement at the beginning of the show, uh, and I know... Uh, because I had a message on Twitter from from uh, a mate that it's actually out the uh, the latest edition, and and I've written a I mean it couldn't have been more prescient it really couldn't I think it's been a week of being prescient for me because I wrote an article for Football London last week about why we should have you know a team full of Mason mounts and he was the only one with any balls and a leader and lo and behold he gets made captain against Luton and uh, last week I wrote an article for CFC UK on mental health and why you know, why we're struggling and why it's important that we get help and we talk to people. And uh Chelsea then stick the boot and stamp on the throat of our mental health today. So it's jolly good that we're all here. But if you do get CFC UK, read my article. It might save your life. Um Anyway, to do that, clearly you can't get it at the Match Day stall, which is a great shame. But you can get it digitally uh, by going online, UK dot net or uh in fact actually there's an app too match day digital on your usual place where you get apps um, but you can still get the uh the proper kind of uh you know the physical copy uh if you email i think this email might be a bit dodgy at the moment but anyway cfcuk at gate seventeen dot co dot uk probably best to just tweet if you if you're on twitter tweet dave at only a pound and he'll tell you how to get it but you know it's about a quid obviously for the fanzine and a quid for the postage but The best fanzine out there by a country mile. We will be back for part two in a minute. Real fans, real opinions.
2: I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to Chidge and the Boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total Nutters and Proper Chelsea.
0: right welcome back uh, i'm stanford chidge and this is the chelsea fancast and i've got the beanie wearing gap uh hoodie wearing goatee beard <laughs> jonathan kidd on the show whoa yeah that's... you are you're looking a bit new york i'm trying to be that way man you look looking new york that man you got any drugs for me yeah. you look like a drug dealer, actually? Oh, well, that's good. I'll be in disguise. Apart from the, apart from the John up. Lennon specs, that doesn't quite, you know... You need your rap rounds, mate. Where, where have they gone?
1: No, I need me... I need me um, also, the, uh, I need the, the, the Arab, Arabian scarf. Down yeah. As
0: well. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Good. He's looking very... Weird. I know, cosmopolitan, <laughs> I want to say. Do you okay. know mean? A bit like a git. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Great to have you, Jonathan, as always. We've also got the right reverend Tony Glover. Bonsoir. Bonsoir, mate. Nice to see you. And uh, we've got the lovely, lovely, lovely Dane Whittle, who uh, does a fine job on Instagram. Talking of Instagram, uh, Dane, I bet you've had a few messages from them today.
3: Yeah, I was just checking up because we've had, we have had quite a few. Sorry, evening, everyone. We have had quite a few and I've just Catching up with a couple of that I haven't seen, which within the last hour. So yeah, if we get time, hopefully, I did say I'd push for my Instagram family to read out as many of these as uh, possible. So yeah, there's quite a few, yeah. Some some really good. Uh, going to read songs, a few some out. Really nice regulars as well.
0: Going to read a few out. Oh
3: you want some now? Yeah, okay. yeah.
0: Why not?
3: Uh, so I'll I'll start with uh, Nate Piercentino. Oh, You know, Nate. we all know Nate. He, he just said this one. This one really hurts. Uh, Brian Justman says, same old fucking Chelsea. Uh, we've got obviously some longer ones. These are the shorter ones. Uh, can't wait for the podcast from Rob Pryor. Uh, Robin Davis has said, uh, I agree with many others who have said, as sad as it is, that maybe it was too soon for Frank to be our manager. Even though we were so delighted to have him, I do believe he'll be back someday after he gains more experience. Will he go to Celtics? That can be an old-firm derby between Super Frank and Stevie G. Obviously, sarcasm in there. (laughs) Uh, Chris Chris Cassidy said that it's an absolute disgraceful decision gutted for Frank Modern Football in a Nutshell. He's right there. Uh, Modern Football in a Nutshell. Yeah. Uh, Jay Witchcraft said... Frank, you were the reason I became a Chelsea supporter, the reason I stayed a Chelsea supporter, and the reason I will always remember that despite the profit-driven board and fickle owner, Chelsea Football Club does have a soul. And that soul was, is, and will always be best embodied by Super Frank Lampard. Mm. Thank you
0: so much. Who wrote that in? I love that.
3: Uh, oh, Jay Witchcraft. Well, that's brilliant, Jay. J. Dubs, S-J, yeah, Jay Witchcraft.
0: Good stuff. Jump well, say some more? Or? No, no. I think we we can have a bit more later. But I think it's just a good point. We've got the Instagram king of the Chelsea fancast on the show, so it's nice to kind of prove that that we do take notice of not just the Instagram people who follow us, but of De- Dane's fantastic work with it. Without whom I'd be stuffed because I don't understand how to bloody use it. But there you go. Right now, I mentioned <laughs> uh, in part one, didn't I? Uh, about I mean, it's been really interesting, actually. And uh, you know, Liam was saying today that um, on Twitter that. Obviously, they knew, and he was kind of alluding it, alluding to it with us all the time recently. That he knew all of this stuff that was going on, but clearly he couldn't say anything until until it all, you know, until the final axe fell. Now, I'm just going to read out a few of the quotes that I've that I've dug out of the Athletic, and then we can have a good old chinwag around them because I think it pretty much touches on on all of the issues, apart from the ones that I want to bring in later on in the show. Um, but the key the key points were, Lampard's relationship with influential director Marina Granovskaya deteriorated. Some players complained about lack of tactical instruction and not being spoken to for months. Uh, the desire to re-sign Declan Rice annoyed his bosses. The dressing room felt the manager showed no empathy and were hurt by his public criticism. Didums. Lampard would have walked out had he been working for any other club than Chelsea. There's always been a school of thought that Lampard was a useful appointment for the club rather than their ideal one, following Maurizio Sarri's departure in 2019, something I absolutely agree with. He, they used him, basically. To the cynics appointing Chelsea's all-time leading goalscorer after just one year's managerial experience at the Championship side derby was a ploy to keep the fans on side in troubled times. Yes, exactly. Things were becoming more tense with Graniskaya, and one of the biggest points of contention. This, This just... this incensed me when I read this so I shall start it again now I've calmed (laughs) down Uh, things were becoming more tense with Granovskaya and one of the biggest points of contention was the treatment of goalkeeper Kepa Arithabalaga they clashed over Kepa Lampard put in a request for a replacement and he was told he should try putting his arm around Kepa to help build his confidence Lampard was insistent though um, he needs to stop pushing for rice, or he'll lose his job. The hierarchy are very wary about the potential embarrassment of buying back an academy reject at huge expense. Well, I don't I'm, really I, believe. Well, I'm I, I'm I'm grieving for your fucking embarrassment, you twat. I can't believe that one, Chich. I can't believe it. They bought Matic back without any problems. Well, whatsoever. that was then, and this is now, J.K. Maybe things have changed. Um, this is also an interesting one. Lampard was looking to move. Defender Antonio Rudiger on, an individual thought to be held in high regard by the Chelsea hierarchy. Of course, those bastions of footballing knowledge and acumen, the Chelsea hierarchy, who couldn't tell you... I mean, when I have a dump in the morning, the contents of it know more about football than the Chelsea hierarchy. Anyway... Roman became very, very unhappy and threw his toys out of the pram. When a te- that they didn't say that. That's my embellishment. When a table emerged showing Lampard boasted the joint worst points per game ratio of any Chelsea manager in the Abramovich era. Well, we pointed out on this show a few w- weeks ago that that's just that's just an abuse of statistics because it doesn't put into context that this is arguably the most inexperienced and arguably the worst qualitatively worst Chelsea. Side of the Bremmervich era, no wonder. Oh, plus all the other mitigations, COVID training, la 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 la. But I, I don't think any of this team would get in to the Chelsea team between two thousand and four and two thousand and twelve. Yep. And you wonder why there is a lower points per game, but obviously you've got such great football knowledge and acumen, haven't you, in the Chelsea hierarchy? So mm-hmm. clearly it's obvious. I am um, enjoying this. I am just, I am getting revved up now. I am beginning to feel better. This is cathartic. Anyway, uh, as the pressure intensified, Lampard became fixated on improving the collective attitude of his players. Now, this is really important, actually, this piece, because it shows you what we felt that, that, that what Lampard has been faced with, because this, this is a problem that's existed at Chelsea for, I would say, at least five years, arguably more. The, the problems at, at Chelsea right now, particularly on the playing side, are endemic. Frank knew this. Frank loves Chelsea. He wanted to change it. And this is what they say. As the pressure intensified, Lampard became fixated on improving the collective attitude of his players, desperate for them to take more responsibility on the pitch, an article I wrote about, and to apply themselves better in doing the basics of the job. And he was worried about the balance of the squad throughout his time in the dugout. He knew there was a lot of work still to do, one close confidant explains. He wanted to get players out because he was worried about the effect it would have on training and the spirit. We do a show every week, two shows a week. Everybody who listens to it, who comments on, on, on what's going on when we we're talking about it, have said the same thing. You could get rid of half of that squad quite happily because they're not good enough. So if you've got them hanging around and they're not playing, what are they going to do? They're going to create a stink. And that's what happened. On a bigger note for Lampard, it was about building a culture and a way. Yeah, what do we all want? We want a philosophy. We want a style. We want an identity. It's been a process and something difficult to hit head on with no new signings last year and modern players at times can be difficult. Well, that's an understatement. They're like bloody racehorses. Chelsea needed freshness in personnel and good people, which the new signings were starting to provide. So at least they were addressing the, the issue, which I know we have all talked about. So I think there's a lot of really interesting things in that article. Who would like first dibs at that one? I'll go. There you go, Tony. I mean, boom, boom. I, I, I,
2: you know, I can pick up any number of those points. Um, I think... The the one of the the one about Declan Rice that's just utter crap. We, we as as um, J K said, we brought Matich back, we brought Lasso back. We've we've got a record. Clubs do this; it happens from time to time. Um, Spackers. So I I I genuinely don't believe that. And if if the board are upset about the fact that they fucked up somewhere along the line and said, well, Declan Rice is not good enough, and then he turns out at West Ham to be a bit of a blinding player, probably on, in, 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 in line to be their player of the season, if not one of the players of the season, then then that's our fuck-up They should swallow their pride and, and shut up about that. I think the Rudiger thing... Uh, what I'm seeing here is a very similar thing with Rudiger as we saw with uh, Mourinho when he went uh, Mourinho V2, right? Which was this rat at the club thing, right? I don't believe any players have got that kind of individual power. It was only last season when Rüdiger came back from injury that we were all lauding the fact that he'd come back from injury. He doesn't become a bad player overnight, and I don't think he gets a bad attitude overnight. So I'm going to dismiss that as a pile of utter stinking
0: shit. Can I, can I just? I'm going to butt in with something I've just I've just thought of, which relates to that. And in in a way, it, it's ironic that, and it's ironic for Frank. Because in a sense, what we're talking about, and I, and I think there, I think there is some, some veracity to those issues, Tony, because I think this is modern football. We now have the power of the player, the power of the player agent. And I think inexperienced people who run football clubs, and I think Chelsea is a prime example of this, listen to player agents and players far more than they listen to the disposable item that is a manager. And yeah. of course, who was a fundamental part of the playing staff who first created that? Kind of ethos at Chelsea, you know, the likes of J.T. Petacek, Frank would be in Roman's ear if they didn't like what was going on. So, in a, in a sense, Frank's become a victim of what he created there. I think.
2: I think there's there is there's some truth in that, and I think that if you can go through the whole list, so I, I disagree with it, and I don't like this 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 um, what, what I see as a, a, a mood towards let's start singling out players when we don't fucking know whether they've said anything, done anything wrong, or whatever. Um, I, I, I I really. Really, do not like that sort of thing. Um However, on that point, there is no doubt in my mind that some player power—you know, by by by, by the uh, undertones of, of grumblings of discontented players, etc.—is part. This is ingrained in our club, right? It is there. It's been there since way b- probably before Carlo Ancelotti. Player power has run our club to some degree. It's had an influence. Now, if someone is intransigent and as shitty and as nasty as Jose Mourinho can't get rid of it, no one, no one has got a chance of ever, ever purging our club of that culture. It's there. It's going to be there. And that can only be allowed to fester and engendered by the hierarchy of the club. Now, if that's happening under Roman Abramovich, and I'll go back to what I've said, there's a lot of sicker fancy going on. Oh, he's given us this, all this. He's done all of this. It's cost us the soul of the club, in my view, right? But the buck stops with him. And like you said, like a Russian mafioso, everything's plausible deniability. Underneath him, there are layers of people that will take the can, get fired, do this, do this, all trying to get his attention. And, and, and what I see from this club is a black cloud. Every now and then, that black cloud parts and there's a nice fluffy bit of sunshine that comes over it for a very short while. It's any manager. Any manager coming in. I'm no fan of Touchell. If it was Hassan Hügel, if it was Brendan Rogers who I thought would have been a pretty good choice actually with what the way he has built his career. Okay. Uh, is doomed to a two-year well, max, let's, irrespective let's, let's of their par, success. Let,
0: let's part that one because we're going to get into yeah. all of that later. Well, we will. But I would say mm.
2: that on those points, excuse me, It's very me. heavy on what Frank didn't do and very light on what he did. Well, no, I, did I,
0: I think I think it, it, it's it's I think what what that does. Well, I, I'll get onto that in a minute. I'm going to let Dane yeah. come come back and and say what he thinks.
3: Yeah. Well. Wow. Well, so, sort of a. Uh... Gun away to the fairies, listening to Tony. Then he made some. He was on a roll, Tony. wasn't he,
0: Dane? He was. He
3: was. It's uh, it's uh, sort of gears you up like Gladiator Star. It's uh, very inspirational. Jake uh,
1: yeah, but... he, he hasn't done it yet. I the...
3: uh, Yeah.
0: Brilliant. <laughs> I agree uh... with you. <laughs> let, yeah, let,
3: you. Let
1: come let, on. Let yeah, let let Dane yeah.
0: let Dane have a, have a word.
3: I do agree with the player power to an extent, and yeah, it's funny how, how Tony mentioned Rudiger. You know, when he was out of the side last season, it was all talking about him about possible captain material, and uh, so for him to turn into this sort of player who who's be sniding behind Frank's back, we don't know. You know, I, I disagree with Jonathan earlier I, uh, regarding Havertz and Werner. You know, I, I my 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 bubble uh, is not just Chelsea. I read a lot of. Sp- uh, I watch a lot of sports and what I know about Havertz and Werner is, uh, they're very, they're very family orientated. They're very quiet players. They would have come in and they would, not, they wouldn't, they haven't got any loud voices. They would have not liked if there was sniding going on, if there was divisions, they wouldn't have liked it and they would have gone in within their shelves. Uh, so if he did rely on them to, you know, you know, stand up, he was never going to, it was never going to happen with them too.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. I mean, JK, what what do you, what do you reckon? old bean? I, I...
1: I, i've never I've never said that they were having a problem with um, coming over here. I've just said that frank uh, was faced with the with the uh, with the the difficulty of having neither of them playing anywhere near there there uh, yeah no,
3: no, what, what their, I meant the, was Jonathan, if they did not like what was going in behind the scenes and they would have gone within their show and that obviously affected their performance. no
1: no indeed indeed i i'm I'm sure whatever reason but I, I, it's almost, it's almost irrelevant whatever the reason is if if the manager can't get him to play. The finger,
0: yeah. the finger. Well, because that, yeah, because you know. ultimately, but this, I think this is a, this is a. Well, I want to get into that later. Well, well now do you know what? Let's do it now because it's 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 in the moment. I think the reality is, you know, look, if we just look at this from a football perspective, and we do, you know, in most weeks we 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 cut, we focus on the football. We've we've all been saying for longer than since Frank was there, that the defense isn't good enough. Those you know, the easiest way to put it is they wouldn't get into that team of 2004 to 2012. Frank knew that. I mean, we were terrible in defence last year. We needed better players. So his focus, quite understandably, would have been on better defenders, probably better defensive midfielders as well, knowing that Kante can't go on forever and your only other option is Jorginho. Christ. What does the club do? It buys. And okay, I can understand the rationale for this. You know, we were in a position where we could spend money where where our rivals couldn't. I know that there's more to it than just what goes on the pitch, so they buy Werner and Herberts, Herberts, Werner and Havertz. Havertz. <laughs> yeah. Herber. Uh, you know, of course, we've already got Gilbert in midfield, but anyway, we've got yeah. Havertz, Havertz and Werner added to the squad, and I mean, it's it, everybody's been saying it. It's top heavy. It's top heavy, and it's not addressing the fundamental issues. Now, Frank, as a football man, can see this, so I think it's uh, bound to create tension tactically and I think he's had a problem with that we said on the show weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks ago that that would be the biggest challenge he has but of course you've still got because of Covid you can't get rid of all the dead weights. again a point we've been making on this show for two or three years because of the legacy of the amount of managers we've had we've ended up with some really awful fucking players who, have no, who are not fit to lace the boots of most of the players that were in that 2004-2012 era and, and we can't. Hang on,
1: commitment is dubious as well. Well, they're and comm-
0: well, absolutely, J.K. The commitment is dubious. But you've got these guys floating around who aren't good enough. Drink water, Alonso, Rudiger to name but three, and and they're not playing, and they don't like it. They are going to kick up. It's. I mean, if you've ever run a company, I've run companies. It's a nightmare because you can never keep everybody happy, all the time. So well, it's a, it becomes a question of how you deal with that. But you see, in my companies if i didn't like people who didn't want to be there or underperforming i would get them out and i would get them out quick frank couldn't for one reason or another and that's really done for him i think can yeah. i just
3: yeah oh sorry could I... yeah i i completely agree you know you can't buy a plot of land with a house on and build a new house on top of that. By by all those things you said in Athletic, he, he knew what was there. He knew what the problems was, but he couldn't just sweep it away. He wasn't going anywhere. Uh, you can only sell a player if you've got a club who wants to buy him. And unfortunately, how up to, how how good that sound, with athletic, whether it was Taragoski, whether it was Rice, he wanted all these players, but he's never going to get them in because he can't get rid of all the dead wood we got there. Can I just ask a question about the Who is a i know this
1: is the athletic and we're using i think this was was this simon johnson's article. oh there's a whole
0: lot of them ornstein as well i mean these look just just quickly jk yeah you know i'm a bit irritated by this you know enemy of the press mainstream media rubbish we all know where that goes if you've been watching america recently these guys are good at their jobs yeah all right they're not doing it just to piss us off they research it so it's it's bona fide i think
1: I'm annoyed by the amount of abuse they've got as well. Somehow letting the club down because they're just reporting, and they and they're the very fact the Athletic is actually a, uh, comes up with very good articles, and they're they're um, they're very decent at their jobs. So we shouldn't be having a go at them. But I just wondered what their sources were. This is what I'm dubious about. They're, obviously, there's somebody at the club giving them this information, and I'd be intrigued to know who this who these people well, were. Whether is. A variety of people are aware of this because all well, of this... We won't, we
0: won't ever reported. know, J.K. We won't, uh, I
1: know, but but it's just interesting, isn't it, that they've come up with stuff that we've already disagreed with. We've already said we don't think that's true. We don't think that's possible. So so, uh, um, and they've reported it as being gospel. There it is. And yet nobody has said I, wouldn't disagree. I yeah, would not disagree with this. I,
0: I know that I made a point the other week that, you know, like like all, you know, very serious, big... Uh, global, you know, companies—they—they—they they, they got some smart people in there, and they—and they take their PR very seriously. And I—and I do think that there's an element of of journalists getting played a bit because they have to write stuff, they have to write stories. You know, they don't get paid if they don't. And I think the club will take advantage of that. But having said that, I think there's a there's a there's a wider malaise there, and I think that what you've got at a club like Chelsea, and I alluded to this earlier on, when you have a power vacuum, when you've got this kind of unreachable boss and you've got all of these other executives fighting for their own turf and their own survival it becomes febrile and i think what you get is a lot of briefing it's a bit like politics jk you it's look, look exactly what happens like at, at, in downing street you get yeah. people jockeying for position all the time briefing and counter briefing against and for each other and i think that is what is getting fed to the media but then why did we ever doubt
1: that this would occur today? why have we ever thought that there would be a dynasty, knowing that it's just because I'm a dreamer. We're dreamers. I, no, was, you, well, I don't.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think you are. I think you're more of a bloody pragmatist than I am, and I'm surprised by that. But I'm clearly a dreamer because no, I thought it. it was
1: changed. Yeah, I, I suppose I'm thinking of the, uh, you know, because I, I I have just come to this logical conclusion about the way I was feeling. But like everybody else, I would have loved Frank to have been at the helm for. For ten years, and you know and we would all be thinking what a completely you know this guy's our he's our i think I I, I I wrote it I wrote a tweet about this we were hoping that he would be as successful a manager as he was a player for us because then that would just complete the 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 legend he would become a legendary manager as well as a legendary player for us and yet knowing this having this knowledge about the infighting and the idiocy of the board. And the sniping going on. That the, the chances are, if the club if then has a dip, or he can't manage some of the players, or as you say, we can't get rid of these the very same players we've been discussing. But for a year and a half to two years, shouldn't be in the club anymore if he can't get rid of them because of COVID, because players got, uh, teams can't afford them and they're too expensive, and they don't want to go anyway because they like the money they're getting. Is it any surprise that we've ended up where we've ended up?
0: Well, no, but I, I i mean, this is the question I'm going to ask you all in a minute. But my, my first take, I mean, I've asked the question, is Chelsea unmanageable? My yes. answer is it is totally unmanageable while you have player power, you have agent interference, people getting into Roman's ears for little scraps that they might get. Boardroom politics, which is all this internecine stuff and briefing and counter-briefing and subterfuge. Yes. But more than that, I think you okay. need to you need to heap onto that an absolute lack of football knowledge in that in the in the higher echelons of that club. I'm sorry, but I think they're bereft of any football intelligence. Absolutely. And, and heaped upon that are hugely unrealistic expectations. Yes. You know. Okay. Yeah. He sacks everybody, and we win a trophy. It will. I'll tell you this now, you know, maybe, you know, we might not live to see it considering we're all old gits. This will not last forever until they learn how to run a football club properly. As in, the success will not run forever unless they learn how to run a football club. Unless his
1: son takes it over and carries on in
2: exactly the same way.
0: Well, he will, because what other role model has he got? He hasn't got one. Indeed,
2: And yet... Daddy dearest to look to.
1: I agree completely, Tony. It's the same as you
2: see with the Trumps, with the Murdochs. It's a hierarchy where they are are brought up in that isolated bubble existence. And as Chid said, right, what goes on in our club, the the parallels with any parliament government around the world, pretty much, are staggeringly uh, similar. Yeah, and I've always said this, right, and I will quote the great Roger Waters here. You have to be trusted by the people that you lie to so that when they turn their backs on you, you'll get the chance to put the knife in. That's exactly what's happening at our club. God bless Roger Waters. But it is, is, Chidge. That's how politics works. They're all smiling at Boris Johnson, but the minute he he turns his back and they get a chance to knife him, they will. They Mm. absolutely will. It's the way Mm. things work. Animals. And yet, and yet, yet, we're the most
0: successful club.
1: We're the most successful club in the last it, 20 it, years in the last 20 years
2: yeah, and, it's, at been, what and it's
1: been joyous it's been joyous
2: at times it's been joyous right well, no guess. i but at times but but it's a it's, huge no, time no no no,
0: no it's But it's the pain in your soul to the devil. Devil. The one, joy, one of you one of you one of you joy, Jody,
1: the joy this 15 years has given me the well, joy. i've got i i'm going
0: to i'm going to come back to you on that towards the end of the show jk because i think that's another area of argument dane
3: Oh no! I was just saying the gloves are wrong because Tony was saying it, he was saying earlier. That, we, were uh, JK we were agreeing. We that we can't. We can't
0: do this. We had that, a
1: like yeah. nice exchange. On well, well, look, look. I said while you're said, while well, you're all to, interrupting everybody, to to, I just said on Twitter I actually wrote to Tony. We'll have to agree to disagree. Yeah. Well, while and, you, uh,
0: while you're doing that, you've
1: sent me a rather nice gif back of uh, of. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch uh, with, his, uh, with his hat <laughs> taking his hat off alright well look
0: let, let's answer the question JK is this club unmanageable
1: um, it's manageable in short bursts and dependent entirely on the success of, of the the team needs to be successful all the time or it will become interrupted but the, the managerial tenure will become, become interrupted and you just have to accept that and you know it's almost as if I think, you know, Tuchel would be thinking to himself, great, Two bloody years. hell, all right, six million. I've probably got about a year and a half and I'll walk away with... Uh, a huge rem- payoff. A huge payoff, yes. Thank you. But in the meantime... tweeted it several times tonight. Absolutely. Oh, of course he will. But in the meantime, he may very well have won, uh, have pushed them into the semi-finals semifinals of the, of the Champions League and won several trophies, for which um, uh, large numbers of us will be absolutely uh,
0: joyous. You know I mean, what? I, I could counter that with... We didn't win as much as we should have done, and perhaps we would have won more had it been a relatively sane football club.
1: Uh, what, with the, same, with the same boss, the same man putting the money in? Well,
0: well, you know, I'm just saying, I mean, I think we underperformed in that 2004-12 era. We should have won the Champions League more times than we did. We were good enough to. Correct. You know, I
1: yeah, know and- I agree, I agree, I agree. Uh, anyway,
0: right, but, yeah. I want to ask the others if they think packed if, Mourinho earlier. I, I want to ask the others if they think it's unmanageable. Dane, is it an, an unmanageable club? Uh
3: yes, but I agree with JK and also. Sorry I still love you for Tony. saying that. It's all right. So, sorry to upset Tony who said <laughs> earlier I know I know it's uh Frank knew the beast, you know he he played under it for so long and I know that doesn't make it any better, but Touchell, he knows, you know, he, he's he's not stupid, he's seen what's happened with the managers, but like all managers who are confident and arrogant, he's going to think, you know, I, I can do this, I can do that, win this, win that, and then when the axe falls, it will be another one, it's, it is a revolving door, it's every two years, it obviously works, because as J.K. just said, you know, I said, we're most successful team in 20 years, it, it, but it's, it gives you, leaves you with an empty feeling, uh, before Lampard took over, I remember you said something, Chidge, which was something to do about the managers. You never you never put everything into the managers because you know eventually they're going to be sacked. So you, you, Frank come in and it was different. You I know. know.
2: Fooled us again. had uh, <laughs> a perfect choice. Then, I, I won't
0: make... get fooled again, but we did. Tony, no, no. Is, is Chelsea Football Club unmanageable? Yes. Finally, I get somebody to bloody agree with me. Should have yeah. asked you first.
2: For, for <laughs> all of the reasons you've said, uh, and and what he discussed. said, well, because <laughs> we, we have discussed this before, actually But I think we've we have probably had many a chat over the pint or whatever, where we've discussed modern football, and we did it on the pod and shed a few weeks ago. We discussed the whole ethos of modern football, and we're just a subset of that. Okay, we're no different, and we might want to think we're exceptional, but we're no different to United, Liverpool. Manchester City or whatever. there's something's happened at those clubs, which is, you know, United have been through their period of turmoil. They've stuck with a man that, let's face it, three months ago, you, if you were betting on who would get the sack first, Solskjaer or Lampard, okay. you'd have all put your money on Solskjaer. So but they sit at the top of the league. Stock. Right. But, uh, Liverpool didn't win the premiership until Klopp was in his fourth year. Let's not forget the first two years of his tenure. Was plagued with the fact that they were shit in defence, right? Um, Pep Guardiola had the house built for him, right? Everything City did was built towards that, and they seem to have kept him Now, Why he can manage to keep players quiet, and someone went, "Oh, what about Yaya Toure?" Name another one. Exactly. They've all been quite happily going along a big squad. Something he's doing there is different, but the factions don't seem to exist in the other clubs. I do think we're, and it goes back to what I said. There is a, a culture ingrained into our club. It's not going to go away, right, of, of player power, of players being... Taught. What's this Cobblers I saw today? Kovacic and Rudiger went and spoke to the board. What sort of fucking board sits there and says, you don't like the manager? Fucking hell, well, that's how you did because we were thinking he was a bit shit. <laughs> yeah, we'll get rid of him for you then. Fuck off. Well, no, I work in a big company where if you did that, the manager would turn around, and the senior managers at the top would go, fuck off, son. We'll make that decision, not you, just because you're a little bit unhappy or whatever. Play better, right? Do more, okay? <laughs> Prove your fucking worth. And I'm where sorry, at end where did of the day, we that? are unmanageable. And you can say for short bursts, I actually think any manager, aside from Frank Lowe, I said this in the last fan cast, right? Klopp got Liverpool. He got it, right? He went in when other managers didn't get the culture and the history of that club, and he fucking threw himself into it, and he gets it now, and he got it, and it, the results have shown it. City, Pep Guardiola had years to prepare for that. He's gone in and got the club. Solskjaer, an ex-player, gets Manchester United. We get someone who gets Chelsea. Fuck off after 18 months. And now we're going to go and get Tuchel, who knows fuck all about our club, right? Right. No connection to the fans. Not a single bit of history. is quoted as saying the only team in London that he knew of was Tottenham Hotspur. Oh, he can fuck off
0: now then. Yeah, that video's
2: out there today. And he oh. liked the name. I really like the name Tottenham Hotspur. Okay. Okay. So he comes in and he's coming in for one reason. Arrogance, I can do better. I get a big pay date for two years, a big payoff, and I fuck off. And on my CV, I say... Look at me. I I tried to manage the unmanageable, and I did a pretty good job. Uh, yeah. Oh, and when, when he when he like, leaves, like,
0: well, when he leaves, he can say, well, how how was that? You know, look, they're unmanageable. Yeah. Nobody can manage them. Anyway, look, yeah, yeah. enough. Compare time, me time to out. the other
2: managers, they've sacked who've been successful. Time Tony, out. Tony, what was? Can
1: I just ask again? What was the talk, the source of the? Uh, Athletic, the, 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 covert, the
3: Kovacic, same thing. What they, they no, I think it was Kepa uh, Rudiger. That was, uh, that was
2: it. I'm sure no, that the Kepa one I saw was. today was. Aren't they lucky
0: that we're not in the Rudiger stadium? Kovacic. Aren't they lucky that we're not in the stadium on uh, Wednesday? <laughs> well,
2: convenient, but well, well, I think that's part and parcel, well, of of as well. I
0: wouldn't agree, I would I would agree with that totally. Right, look, we're going to go for a break in a minute. Um, and then when we come back, we've got a load of emails from you guys. Uh, and I'm, I'm I love you for sending them in. You all sent them today. I would apologise to everybody who sent an email in uh, for the what was to be the show tonight, and, and there were so many of them. I'll find out, see if you know. It may well be that then. I mean, actually, some of you have written back saying, "Don't read it out. It's all bollocks." Considering what's happened today, so there may <laughs> it may it may not be ever the right time to read them, and I'm really sorry about that. Now, um, I've got a couple of quick plugs as always. Um, I think right now, there's probably never been a better time to join the Chelsea Supporters Trust. Um, There's a massive breach between this club and and its loyalist supporters. Uh, How we bridge that gap, I do not know. But I can tell you this. If you join the supporters' trust, you've got more chance of doing that than if you didn't. Now, I've got a meeting with the board, would you believe, tomorrow night. How, again, prescient. It could be my last one if I don't learn very quickly in the next 24 hours how to wind my neck in. Uh, There's hope, but I'm not that hopeful. But anyway, if you want to join the Supporters Trust, it's very easy to do. It's five quid to be a member, and that means you can vote in our elections, and, of course, you can attend any member meetings that we have. Um, I it, mean, it is also free. if You you, you, could, you don't have to pay five quid if you don't want to. Obviously, we'd rather you did. Uh, but if you do that, you don't get any voting privileges or anything like that. Uh, just go to com, or, of course, follow them on Twitter at Chelsea S Trust. Now, another, and again, I think... Uh, I think uh again this is probably very worthwhile joining given the current circumstances we find ourselves in but uh the Chelsea pitch owners the only thing with more power than Roman Abramovich in the entire club we own the fucking ground mate you can't you can't sell it you can't sell it with the Chelsea pitch owners there can't use the name anywhere else with the Chelsea pitch owners there, so this is an investment that will protect the club in the long term. In the long term, and it's only it's well, I mean, you know, I think the cheapest shares are about thirty-one quid. They go up to two hundred and ten quid, but they I think, that's if it's framed and signed, and uh, you know, presented on the pitch and stuff like that. So there's a real variety of prices, but the cheapest uh, share prices are thirty-one quid, and I think they're an electric one, so they just email it to you. But you can get ones that are signed by players. And all that kind of thing. So I commend that to you again. Just go to the Chelsea website and search for Chelsea pitch owners. Tony wanted to come in there.
2: Yes, I've, they've released uh, Frank Lampard's release statement. Can I read it? Yes, you can. Breaking wow. news. Wow. <laughs> Breaking it's news. Brilliant. From Frank Lampard. It has been a huge privilege and an honour to manage Chelsea, a club that has been a big part of my life for so long. Firstly, I would like to thank the fans for the incredible support that I have received over the last eighteen months. I hope they know what that means to me. When I took this role, I understood the challenges that lay ahead in a difficult time for the football club. I am proud of the achievements that we made, and I am proud of the academy players that have made their step into the first team and performed so well. They are the future of the club. I am disappointed not to have had the time this season to take the club forward and bring it to the next level. I want to thank Mr Abramovich, the board, players, my coaching team and everyone at the club for their hard work and dedication especially in these unprecedented and challenging times. I wish the team and the club every success for the future. Classy. What a classy bloke.
1: Well, Grac- gracious, gracious, classy and uh, beautifully expressed. Yes, as you'd expect, Tony, I agree.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I expect nothing less But then none of us would, would we? Right, we're going to have a quick break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to have some emails of yours and we're going to be also looking at questions like why now? Why, why sack him now? Um, is you'll like this one uh, this is one for Tony is Chelsea Football Club a toxic club run by sociopaths discuss <laughs> discuss in less than 1,000 words uh, are we kidding ourselves and what next Tommy Tuchel yes anyway we'll be back in a sec <laughs> away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery you win Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Cheech! JK! In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, cheech! I'd be bereft,
1: inconsolable.
0: Real opinions.
2: I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. FootballFancast.com
0: Right, welcome back. This is the Chelsea Fancast. We've uh, had a little break. JK has gone for a five-mile run, uh, made a cup of tea, uh, rearranged his beanie hat. Hello, JK. Lovely to be here. Lovely to see you too. We got we got the right uh, the right Reverend Tony Glover.
2: Hey, good evening, good evening,
0: good evening. And we've got the wonderful multicolored headset Dane Whittle.
3: Evening. Yeah, sorry, I was talking off a uh, yarn yeah, block nine. I've not been for so long. I there you go. what I, was... I, know, I know
0: what you mean. Uh, and of course, I'm Stanford Chidge, and we are in the middle of um, a real kind of bit of a group therapy session. Really, having uh, had to suffer frank lampard being unceremoniously fired today something we all did not want to see now we are not alone in that uh even though this was at the 11th hour and as i've already said i had to rip up the script tonight and start all over again but loads of you sent emails in obviously needing in some kind of cathartic way to vent your spleen and jk the first uh, jk's on the phone so I'll re- I'll read Stop his email out, out. Read out some
3: Instagram ones.
0: Okay. right? No, no. I'll read this. Hello, everyone. This is from Vinod Iyer, the lovely Vinod, who is actually in uh Mixless tonight. He says, "Hello, everyone. This arguable conjecture, uh, but this is how it seems to go every fucking time. New boss comes, everyone does great, overperform in the first season. Then comes a massive dip in form. Players start mumbling. Board listens. Players mumble more." Board holds manager accountable. Manager goes on the defensive. Results worsen. Eventually, the only solution is sacking the manager. We bring this upon ourselves. Maybe, just maybe, back the manager through a bad patch for once. I hope they would do that with Frank. But alas, player power reigns supreme as always. Saddened by this news. Best regards, Vinod. Well, I think... Player power was one of the contributory factors, but I think he's pretty much nailed that, isn't he, Dane?
3: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's obviously similar to what Tony was alluding to earlier. Yeah, you know, you hear whisperings. You hear, I heard Tank earlier as well that one of the coaches said to one of the players, "Don't worry, this won't be like." Yeah, this in a that's in of the weeks, Athletic, you
2: know? wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah,
3: just to think that they're doing, you know, the nerve of someone doing that to—I know a lot of people have said, you know, take away the fact that he's a club legend and. Our, you know, arguably our uh, greatest ever player and the top goal scorer, but you can't help it. You know, it's, you know, it hurts.
0: I know.
1: Can I, can I just ask a, a, a question? If, if all of this has been unraveling, when did they make the decision that this was going to happen? Because January. Did, yeah. So, so, but After when, when, when were we, we were top in December, weren't we? Yeah. So, so there must, it can't just have been down to the displays on the pitch. That's what we're saying. I mean yeah. Vinod,
0: Vinod is saying he, he's pinning it on 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 the usual cycle of events at Chelsea, and the root of that problem is something we went on about in part two, which is player power. But the essential behind that is that normally they need to be playing badly. If mm-hmm. they were top with of the division, Well they do when they have the hump. I think that's Vinod's point. No, no,
1: no, but they when they, if this was starting in January, December, we were top of the league in December. So, yeah. so why therefore did it begin to unravel? Because Vets? I suspect
0: without we don't know, but the reality, I, I would I would imagine it might have something, for example, let's say Rudiger not playing, Jorginho because if you remember we had a podcast where we said, Oh, we've been playing really, really well recently. Oh, Jorginho's not been playing. Since he's not been playing, we've been playing really, really well. So maybe he has the hump. Rudiger not playing, he has the hump. Kepper frozen now, he has the hump. And maybe it takes that time to work through. So maybe that's what happened.
1: Yeah, but when has this ever been sorry, Dame, one sec. When has this ever been? a problem if the team is doing well. This has never been a problem. So you're, team- what happens
0: first? What, you know, so- the chicken or the egg?
1: No, indeed, but it may be going... But, but the very fact that they've been starting to prepare for this, because Tuchel isn't something that's happened overnight. Yeah, but He's I think, been- I think OK, there's another,
0: there was another thing... In, sorry, Dane, I, w- I will bring you sorry? in. That, you know, that, there was another thing in The Athletic which I think was really pertinent, which, which said somebody said back in August that the minute results start going pear-shaped, they'll get him out. So yeah. this is clearly being, you know, that, that all of the things that the athletic put there's been a lot of things rumbling along under the under the surface. It's not just it's, and you know this, you've been around the block long enough, J.K. It's never just one thing. It's usually an agglomeration of things. Anyway, Dane.
3: Oh yeah, uh, it's very similar to what you said. Chidge, was uh, the other thing athletic said was that he he would have walked in the summer if he didn't love Chelsea so much. So if he was prepared yeah. to go in the summer, then no matter how good we'd done in that run where we were top of the league, it was just painting over cracks. The cracks were already there.
0: And I, and I think, you know, without going over old stuff again, Frankie's a very, very bright man. He's also got a lot of self-respect. He's also got a lot of self-belief. And I think if we go back over this and look at it in the big picture, they, they own, I mean, I've said this on, on air, I've written about it, there was only one reason why Frank Lampard became Chelsea's manager um, you know, a year and a half ago. Because he was the only one stupid enough to take the job on in a year where they wouldn't be able to spend any money and they were on a hiding to nothing. Mm-hmm. right? And the club didn't really want him. But they thought, oh, well, we'll bung him in because nobody else will take it. And anyway, the fans will love it, so they'll get off our case for a year or two. But they never really wanted him. So the first minute they could find somebody else to take over... They've taken the opportunity. JK, you are now me on the email list.
1: Okay, I'll sort of speak a bit more like that then.
0: I want you to do an impression of me because I'm not happy with my. I think my impression of you is much better than yours is of mine.
1: Yeah, my, my impression of you is shit, isn't it? Because this is my impression of you.
0: Yeah, go on then.
1: It's really shit. I can make it even worse, if you like. I've got a bit more it's like that. like Neil out of The Young One. Yeah, so it sounds nothing like you <laughs> do the slightest, deliberately. Do better. Yeah, do better. Do better. How was that? Do better. You're American, very smashy no? and
0: nicey, aren't you? Very, very smashy and nicey. I thought I was you. much posher than that. You're unposhing oh, you have me. To channel,
2: you have to channel right. in a All Matt right, Berry. This is, this is the way you'll speak. To, hang on a minute. I have to
0: channel in the what? You're in Matt a Jenner. Matt Berry. Matt Berry. Matt
2: Berry is the American toast. He's that kind of. He looks exactly like you, Chidge, Googling.
0: I know, I know you mean. Clem Fandango. <laughs> We're not allowed to say Clem Fandango on this show with JK on, though.
1: He, no, he, uh, he allegedly nicked some ideas from
0: him, <laughs> so I'm not really very... He's aware. very bitter about it. Um, quite, no, rightly, I, quite rightly, quite
1: rightly. I'm not bitter. I'm, uh, I'm looking for revenge. Anyway, Jalal <laughs> Jal- 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 Karadia. Jalal Karadia. Good morning, guys. Or good evening for you I suppose. I like that. Is he American? He's Jal- saying you I hope you guys are doing well. I'll get right to the point. I'm sad. There are other emotions as well, such as anger and confusion, but the overriding emotion at the moment is just sadness. I woke up at around 6.30 this morning to a notification on my phone, club statement on Frank Lampard. I thought, finally, some public show of support (laughs) from the club, only to realise that, oh fuck, they've just sacked him. All the club is doing is creating more disillusionment. Furthermore, those monster fans that have been created in Roman's own image I'm thinking about joining that crew now. I deactivated my Twitter, but I'm thinking of reactivating it and starting the Tuchel out party right now. (laughs) Who's with me? Of course, I'm just being a petulant child right now, but it really is ridiculous. Some fucking idiot on the Chelsea subreddit just posted, there is so much disrespect being thrown on Tuchel. Are you fucking serious, man? Who the fuck is that guy? He can get shafted for all I care. He's no Frank Lampard. Talking about disrespect, Frank Lampard is the highest scorer for Chelsea. I believe he's third or fourth in the list of all-time appearances, has won absolutely everything at Chelsea, is a genuine legend. Not a legend who plays like an absolute gem, but then talks about joining Real Madrid every other day. Ooh. No, Ooh, this now. legend. Ooh, wow, Ooh. meow. Ooh, meow, yeah. This legend bleeds blue. He's Chelsea to the fucking core, and we've just thrown him away. And by we, I mean the twatter fuckers, the board and Roman. Someone on the fancast a few weeks ago made a very smart but dark comment. I wonder who this was. Uh, they said that if ever there were a time for Frank to be sacked, it would be when the bridge was It was, was em- me. It was you, it was me. Of course it was. And I was right. Yeah. I live in America and have never been, but I'm sure that you were all, and I, and have never been, you mean to the bridge, isn't it? I'm sure that if you were all there, Frank would have been getting the support he deserved through this rough patch, or you can bet your bottom dollar that would have happened. And I really do wonder if he would have been sacked then. That's a good point, actually. Uh, now to the players. The Athletic article is suggesting the players were hurt by his public criticism and showed no empathy. Of course, it doesn't suggest which players have said this, but there's no player in this lineup that has the authority or even ability to stand up against Frank. Fucking unbelievable. Imagine a world in which a Chelsea player turns against Frank Lampard. Fuck me. So Frank constantly defending Timo was not enough constantly putting his arm around timo suggesting that he too missed a lot of penalties you never know what he might have been whispering something in his ear like you really are shit, aren't you they no, wouldn't have been doing that that everyone goes through rough gold droughts all of that was not enough absolutely unacceptable for me now please i'm not suggesting that these words came from timo but rather i'm emphasizing the fact that Frank did support the players. I don't think he ever named a player or singled a player out when he was criticising, but only criticised the team as a whole in public. But when he wants to support them, he calls them out by name. On to the next point. The article also suggests suggests that the only signing, which was Frank's, was Ben Chilwell. Well, boys, I thought you guys were wrong the last few weeks when Jarl suggested that Frank didn't want all these players. It turns out, you couldn't have been more right. They were club signings and marina signings. Now, I wish Marina signed me. I could get away with anything if this happened, seeing as she went against Frank because one of her signings, Kepper, came under fire from him last January. So hold on. The relationship began to sour last fucking January. That too over Kepper. Look, I've nothing against that guy. He's just someone who's not good enough for the job. He's received far too much hatred from people but he was absolutely underperforming and Frank was right to bench him. I can't believe that this ticked off Marina. What an embarrassment. Imagine having an ego. E- oh, this is e- good. This is go. That's fragile. Now, before I come under fire for only cherry picking parts of the article, let me lay out a few of the points that are against Frank. He only spoke to players he liked. Players did not feel tactics would be explained enough or properly. Lampard was pushing too hard for Declan Rice. The tactics part shows he still has a long way to go, which we're all aware of anyways, but man, all of this dressing room bullshit just makes me wonder how many actually want to play for Chelsea. I know at least uh, of at least one that I have no doubts over, Mason Mount. How poetic is that he was made captain for Frank's last match. When I realised that this morning, it genuinely made me emotional. That boy is special and he's Chelsea through and through. I personally would like to add Tammy, Reese, Billy and Callum to that list as well. This brings me to the last point for today. I have many things to talk about, but I'm so emotional right now. It's difficult to put all my thoughts into words. But what happens to the academy now? I mean, our best players this season, again, have been the academy boys. Mason, Tammy, Reese, Callum. Is the next manager, hashtag next manager out, by the way, <laughs> going to forget about the gold mine that has brought these players And we've got Conor Gallagher coming through next season. Mark Guehi, who is absolutely lighting it up for Swansea. If you haven't watched him play, just give it a try. The guy's a beast. Then we've got Tino Anderin, Tino Livramento. I could go on and on. What happens to these kids? Will the academy be forgotten altogether again? I really hope not, because along with the fact that these boys are actually really good, the academy boys being in the first team has greatly increased my attachment to Chelsea. Being an American, I've got a Pulisic shirt but my next ones are absolutely going to be Tammy and Mason shirts. Who are Kai Havertz, Timo Werner, Akim Zayek? I'd much rather have one of our own on the back of my shirt. Look, at the end of the day, we all know very well Chelsea will go on and flourish. We've done this very same thing for the last 20 years and it's worked. But this one was heartbreaking. This one hurt more than Ancelotti. Mu too, Mourinho 2 and Conte. But even aside from the fact that Frank got sacked, Now we have questions about the future of the Academy, and that really scares me because I've become so attached with this aspect of Chelsea over the last season and a half. I look forward to FA Cup pub teams so we can see the likes of Gilmore, who should be first team now, let's be honest, the Tinos, Lewis Bate, etc. I've never watched more Academy soccer before in my life, but now I look forward to some of our PL2 matches as well. It would be a crime if these kids and Cobham just became a post-note for Chelsea again. They deserve better. I truly am in pain this morning, guys. I'm left with anger and sadness at my club, the same club that I'll be watching on Wednesday and for the rest of my life. But nonetheless, I'm heartbroken. Frank is my favourite player of all time. I would have given him as much time as needed, but businesses can't be run on sentiment and Chelsea Football Club is a business first and foremost. Football club at the end of the title is just a formality. You guys have more of a connection to Frank and and the club than I do. If I'm feeling this down, I can't imagine how y'all are feeling. But I will tune in later today and we can all have a group therapy session with Uncle Chidge as our therapist and Jonathan as his
2: (laughs) secretary. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: With Jonathan as my secretary, I'd need a bloody therapist. (laughs) I hope this bullshit doesn't get
1: you all down too much. Not bullshit, Jalal. Looking forward to listening in. Take care, guys. Jalal Karadia from Texas, a.k.a. Panda jk 117 on Mixilla. Well done, well done mate. Fantastic email. Fantastic. Brilliant
0: email. That's
2: one of the best emails I think I've ever heard read out.
0: Yeah, I have to say, I mean, and I, I'll say this to you, Jalal. Yeah, we are... We are it's tough because we, we have a, a massive emotional connection to the club and we're lucky to be involved and in all the rest of it but what you just done in that very brilliant email is exhibit no lesser emotional connection to the club than, than we have and you've articulated that absolutely brilliantly I'm going to yeah. pick up on one thing there boys and, and I think it's it's Actually, do you know what? I'm going to save it for when we talk about Thomas Tuchel. But I, I remind me to talk about the academy players and, and what happens with them and the fact that, that, word, that, I do like. that we have an emotional connection with them. Because I think it's important. Yeah. But I want to pick it up later, all right?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think the one bit that really stands out for me in that was the bit where he says the Athletic article is suggesting players were hurt by his public criticism and showed no empathy. Uh, And then he goes on to say there is no player in this lineup that has the authority or even ability to stand up against Frank. Lampard. Well, he's, he's right. They're, they're Imagine not... a world in which a Chelsea player turns against Frank Lampard. Well, then,
0: then yes, yeah. they're not fit to, to lick. Thought, they're not fit to lick the piss off his boots. We know no. that, right? This is from our new. I, I say new, mate, but I, I think Loz has been around for a long time. Really, it's just that he hasn't emailed in much. But he's 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 joined up on the Discord group. He's writing emails every other week. He's becoming my <laughs> new favourite. Anyway, Loz Barnes, Los Barnes. <laughs> right, he says. Well, chaps, here we go again. So, how to react? When Roman is Roman, I'm never shocked. Lamp's legend is not Lamps legend is not in doubt. Let's place that to one side. If I look at Lamps, the manager, in my opinion, he made a few cardinal errors. He threw the players under the bus. Might work if you're Jose, not a new manager with experienced players. The Alonso incident. However you view it, should have been healed. Basically, he kicked him into touch and blew any sell-on value. Tactics never changed, either he is stubborn or he didn't have a plan B. Constant changes of the starting lineup weren't working. Reed Rudy suddenly displacing happy e t c but I think that was down to politics laws as we've been talking a lot about tonight. I hate this for Frank, but he will be okay. I agree with that. I hate this part of our DNA but we are a business first, and this is what a business first brings. It also has brought success and silverware. Uh, i thought we were going to grow a soul clearly not good email laws short and sweet um i just want to add to that very very quickly uh i do think going back to somebody's point i think it might be in the previous email and i and i i actually it might be in but i absolutely think the club the club are are venal they are they are manipulators of the highest degree and they are not stupid you know, if they can hire Frank Lampard because it keeps us quiet after the toxicity of Sarri, they can certainly do him in when there's none of us there. I mean, I, I, as I said, I think I think on Wednesday night, had, I mean, I remember on on Ranieri. Well, up until mid October, Ranieri's first Ranieri's first season, we were we were singing for Gianluca Viali every match. Can you imagine the depth of support for Frank Lampard in that stadium on Wednesday night? And I also happen to think, given what we're beginning to read. Um, and Los, I just seen your message. I mixed it. I hadn't read the Rudy insight when I wrote. Yeah, fair enough. No, I, I wouldn't have done either. But uh, can you? Can I? I think had we, if we were allowed to be in the stadium on uh, on Wednesday night, I think the players would get get an absolute shoeing. I really, really yes. do because of what's come out subsequently, which we're beginning to find out whether it's true or not. I think a lot of people would have made the presumption that it is, and I think they would have got an absolute shoeing, Dane. Was
3: you was you there for the uh, Benitez that 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 game? Yeah, when poor Neil Barnett was just being whistled and booed out, and when he was trying to introduce him, yeah, that was very toxic. That was. uh, I think this would have. Yeah, you're right. Next
0: level. This would have been.
3: Yeah, our emotions would have got would have got taken away with us, and we would have been. Yeah, I think some players might have uh, might have got it. uh, Unfortunately, you know, it's hard to know what to believe, but. Yeah, it would have been very toxic, but we all would have been there. Still, it would have been very toxic. We
0: would indeed. JK, we got a lovely email from Matt DeFronzo. Matt DeFronzo, hatred, JK,
1: and esteemed—I can't speak—hatred, and esteemed guests. It's Dane and <clears throat> the King is dead. Long live the King! I'm devastated by the sacking of Lampard. I think Roman pulled the plug on our project way too early. What was the point of nurturing Mount Abraham, Zuma, Gilmore, Tamari, etc.? for the past 18 months if we revert back to the old model. I'm sure Frank will remain in touch with the youth and will encourage them not to be bitter, but I know I am at the moment. Either way, it's not out of character for the club. Sacking managers is what we do, and it's delivered 16 trophies in 16 years. So I'm going to fully back Tuchel, but as I said, it's a bitter kind of support. The King is dead. Long live the King, Matthew. P.S. Like so many Chelsea fans my age, Lampard is my all-time favourite player. In 2006, I got a wall poster of Lampard for Christmas that I've since mounted onto cardboard. See attached photo. I'm sure we'll all agree this man is, and always will be, a Chelsea legend. Cheers. F- Chidge, have you attached the photo?
0: I haven't because I forgot, sorry, but it, it does exist. I'm just going to very quickly say to that, um, and it's a good point. to bring it. Again, we're going to park Tuchel to the end, but... Um, you know, Dave said it in, in his statement, and he's absolutely right. And no matter how much we love and adore Frank Lampard, no matter how much we hate some elements of this club in terms of who runs it and and, and, and the idiot, idiot decisions they make, the reality is, and I know Tony and I might diverge on this a little bit later, but, you know, no one man is bigger than the club. You know, we all knew that Frank would, would get the tin tack, at some stage but i think what we're upset about is that it's come sooner rather than later but you know we'll carry on supporting chelsea it's in our dna it's what we do it, you know and, and as i said i know tony and i will pick up on this later about the the abusive nature of that relationship and other things but i think that's a given uh right dara byrne i get confused when i read them jk because it says jk i'm thinking why am i reading oh and then i re- remembered that we're out of sync <laughs> Anyway, Dara Byrne, he says, hello to you, Chidge, JK and all the other esteemed guests you have on this sad day. I've been listening to you guys since the start of lockdown Mark 1 and I've enjoyed the weekly musing and especially the 50 years of Chelsea piece. By the way, they are coming back probably in the summer or the end of the season when there's no football to talk about. So keep your ears pinned to that one. Having been a semi-regular since the mid-90s, I'm looking forward to the next few episodes, not that I'm rushing you. Probably just as well, Dara. I go on my own timetable. As a blue living in Bristol, I'm missing the ritual of getting to the ground, train, beers, music, piston arrival at Paddington, and hope that one day soon we'll be able to experience the game in person again. I'll be sure to get a pint your way, Chidge, once we're allowed. Perrier water for JK. Being a member... I don't get to every game, but the exchange does allow me to get to at least half the games. My other half would probably also kick off if that number was to increase. So on to today's news. Lamps is gone, gutted to realise that this is it and that this little project is over. The romantic in me believed that this was going to be the start of a beautiful new dawn, as as did I, Dara, and that suddenly Chelsea would have its own boot room, spit, and that the players and staff would just get what it is that has us all so in love with this club. Last season was great, and the atmosphere in the ground was unlike any I have experienced in all my years of going to Chelsea. The excitement of having a proper Chelsea man at the helm, coupled with the introduction of several youth players, was wonderful. And every week it was fun to be there. Despite the trophies that came with other managers, thinking Jose, Conte, Sarri and of course Benitez, there was no ill feeling or impatience, and what was being built could be seen by all. Sadly, since early December and talks of title challenge, we've fallen off a cliff. I understand. That if it looks like something isn't going to change, that the board need to make a decision. I do wonder, though, if we were in a no- non-Covid world, would this particular decision decision even have been more difficult? Uh, uh, yesterday, Lampard's name would have echoed throughout the ground and our voice would have been very clear on Lampard needing more time. Alas, it isn't to be. So I won't go into why, the whys and wherefores of that. What I want to say is that yesterday was a poetic finish to Lampard's first, in exclamation mark, era as Chelsea manager. Mason Mount, a skipper for the first time and a Tammy Abraham hat-trick, Billy Gilmore looking the real deal again in midfield and a wonderful cameo from Callum Hudson-Odoi. To suggest that Lampard hasn't in any way tarnished his reputation with this stint as manager could not be further from the truth. He did a job last season that very few others would have achieved and we will always know that. As I said, when I opened this mail, the romantic in me is sad but no one man is greater than the club – I hope that Chelsea continue to push our unrivaled Academy products to the fore and that this can still continue to be a beautiful new dawn. Anyway, you will no doubt, no, no doubt have several hundred emails today. Apologies for the length of this one. And again, I look forward to potentially buying you a Guinness when we get back to the ground. Up the Chels. Keep the blue flag flying high. Dara Byrne. Super email, Dara. Now, last but by no means least, JK, we have James Heath.
1: James Heath. Good old James I don't have that one, Chief.
0: No, oh, you know you don't, do you? Because it came in after the wire. I'm terribly sorry. If we'd have been in sequence, you see, that would have been fine. And you, well, no, you could have done it. Sorry about nobody that. Nobody would my, have been the wiser.
1: My, my accountant phoned me. I have to uh, speak to him.
0: No, no, quite right. Uh, tax return time and all that. I exactly. get it. Exactly what it was. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. OK, James Heath. He says, maybe it's the empty stadiums. Maybe it's the incompetent, corrupt, pick your poison <laughs> Referees that blighted the FA Cup final and continue to overshadow the season. Maybe it's watching my club's greatest player, ambitious young manager, showing the door at the first sign of trouble. But I've never felt as heartbroken and out of love with football as I do today. What next for Chelsea? It seems like Tuchel. I'm sure he's a talented coach, but I'm also sure he'll face the same problems within our club, and I'm sure his agent will be smart enough to insist on a four-year deal. He's got 18 months from what I hear, James, in expectation of shit hitting the fan 18 months down the line, obviously quite prescient. Uh, the real change needed is the vi- Oh, This is a bit naughty. The real change needed is the virus named Marina Granovskaya, an appointee whose only objective is her own self-preservation. Well, controversial, there may be some truth in that. I really don't know. City used their billions to get the best names in football. Liverpool's American owners back their own now to so take an alternative path back to the top and even the dumpster fire that has been Man United seem to have figured out that a plan with Ollie is better than a better plan than no plan. Meanwhile, we continue to cycle through managers and have no clear path forwards. I sincerely hope there was more to this appointment than he was the only German speaker available as the Athletic leads us to believe. There is no one in charge with a damn clue, just a constant flux of change and chaos that no manager will ever be able to efficiently work with. Pep was right when he gave us a wide swerve. Watching Frank and the Youth was a drug. Last season, despite the roller coaster ride was as if was was as if not more exciting than any season in recent memory. Super fucking Frankie Lampard. What a top email to end on James and I think uh, we're all in agreement with that. Are we not, boys?
3: Dane? Yeah, uh, I've got six Instagrams, if you've got time. Small ones Make to read quick. out, or is it two? Okay, so i play the old. That's quick. So, uh, Prejagar Singh, as i badly pronounced. Apologise. Terrible decision by the board. Lampard was building something special. Uh, Mohsen, the man of Instagram. The saddest thing for me is about this is that when he left as a player, there was not a proper goodbye, what I alluded to earlier. Now that he is sacked as a manager, there's no fan in the stadium to sing their hearts out with super frank chants so he knows we are behind him. Forever a blue legend. He will come back, hopefully, one day as a more experienced manager. This is by KC52Mugs. That's obviously his Instagram name. I'm furious at this decision. The project was all bullshit. They were never going to give him the time to see this through. They used a the club legend to get us through the transfer ban and then used the first rough patch to fire him. Literally what you said earlier. I'm not at all surprised by this move, now and now bored, but pissed and disappointed nonetheless. Uh Peter Johnson just says, absolutely fucking disgrace. And one more, which is I had to take a picture of off. Uh this one's from Colin, who is CJM on Instagram. Hey, I'd like to convey my view that the idea of a project manager will never exist as long as Roman is involved in this club. I'm completely shocked and concerned that our club is total disarray once more by our own making. The Twitterati have a lot of responsibility for this injustice. The echo chamber created due to a lack of fans at the bridge contributed, and I would like to also point out that journalists are complicit to this. Oh, wait there, sorry. One more, last one. This is from Nick, who is njl2009 on Instagram. I'm so upset about this and I would have continued to suffer rather than see Frank sacked in this manner. But, and I'm half whispering this, the football has been dire for months and I'm actually been feeling depressed watching this. Mm. It's literally ruining my weekends. I can see why the club acted, although I would have personally continued to suffer as I know any win with Frank would have been so much better. There A very go. sad
0: day. Indeed it is. Well, look... um. There are good things in football and there are plenty of good things in football supporters. And one of them is, uh, you know, really Mark Meehan and, and Cliff orga have been very much behind and the Supporters Trust, of course. And that's the, the sleep out that we did last year. And we're doing another one this year. And uh, the, the, the news is kind of, you know, we we said something about it last week, but uh, the big announcement, I think, is tomorrow. But the Supporters Trust, with the full support of Chelsea Football Club, will be holding the second big Stamford Bridge sleep out on Saturday The 23rd of March 2021, Uh, the event will raise vital funds for our next door neighbours at the Oswald Stoll Stoll Foundation who provide homes and support for former veterans. Now, Oswald Stoll uh, provide homes and support for 500 vulnerable veterans and their dependents each year. With over 13 years of wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, many of today's veterans suffer from mental health issues, including PTSD and physical sensory disabilities as a result of conflict. Stoll supports those whose problems often emerge years later, those who find themselves unemployed, homeless and on their own. They're often reluctant to seek support, having been trained to be resilient and stand on their own feet. Stoll is the only organisation of scale providing homes and support for veterans in London. The event through this year will be... The event, sorry, the event though this year will be different. Because of government lockdown restrictions, we plan for the Big Stamford Bridge Sleepout 2021 to be a fully virtual sleepout. So you can sleep out or you can sleep in. I tend to sleep in as much as I can to be honest, but anyway, it's a very simple it's very simple this year. You can take part in the big Stamford Bridge virtual <coughs> sleep out either by sleeping in a location of your choosing your front room floor, kitchen floor, garden, garage, or the shed, not that one uh, That's all there is to it. Any Chelsea fan can take part whether you're six or sixty years of age, and you can be anywhere in the world and still take part on the night. Families can get involved. Uh, Two, and you may want to camp out in the garden on the night or do your bit to raise money for Stoll Veterans. All money raised on the night will go to a wonderful homeless and support charity. The Chelsea Supporters Trust will be launching the Big Stamford Bridge virtual sleep out at the end of this month, as in tomorrow. So watch out for the online announcement and details how to take part and how to raise money. Like last year, we're looking to set up Just Giving Link page to help people raise the money by setting up their own individual sponsorship page. That way, it goes straight to the charity and you do not have to collect it. Last year, we raised £27,000 and we would like to do even better this year. So, if you have any questions, please email inquiries at ch- uh, chelseasupporterstrust.com. Also, if you have any individual individuals or companies who feel they can help support the big sleep out, uh, get in touch uh, as on the email Just have just given out fantastic stuff. I'm sure it'll be a great success. Uh, and I shall be sleeping in my garage. Uh, now, after this very short break, we're going to wrap all this up with the final kind of... Uh, analysis of what's gone on today and what we think about it going forward. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy,
2: and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Up the Chelsea
0: Football Right, welcome back. I'm Stanford Chich. Of course, this is the Chelsea Fancast, and I've got the uh, munificent Jonathan Kidd.
1: Munificent Chidge. You've never called me that ever. Thank you.
0: The beneficent uh, Tony Glover. Beneficent, wow.
2: Yeah, uh, Google's
0: beneficent. <laughs> and the roomificent, room, room, I can't even say it. The rumificent Dame Whittle.
3: Yeah, Google that one for me, Tony. As well, will you? Yeah, we'll do. He's
2: he's, he's no <laughs> Leonard Sachs, is he?
0: No, I'm certainly hey? not. I ain't got any <laughs> white no, no white gloves. <laughs> Shamo, motherfucker. Anyway, all right, we're back and uh, we're on the home straight, really. So we kind of need, really need to tile all this uh, up mm. somehow. Um, now I alluded to it earlier, Tony, didn't I? When I was, uh, I knew you'd be really enamoured by this question. Is is Chelsea Football Club? A toxic club run by—this is like an essay you'd get in mm. in uh, in general studies at, at college for A-level—is Chelsea Football Club a toxic club run by sociopaths? Yes. <laughs> you'd have to—that would be a very short essay. It would, uh, <laughs>
2: yes, from the
0: top down, right? So you know when you
2: look at everybody that's there. Um, they're either basically paid chills, the likes of, and uh, you know, I've not really got any axe to grind with Bruce Buck or any of the others. But,
0: I, I like Bruce, I have to say. Um, I like, and I've had dealings with Bruce as you can you've go got,
2: uh, you know, uh, you, they, we, we've got what we always want. We've got somebody running a, a business side of it, Guy Lawrence, whatever you think of him, you don't hear about him on the football side of things. He's got nothing to do with the football operations, that's for certain. Yeah, he's there to make the money. Of course he is, yeah. Um, you've got Marina running the football operations uh, stuff, you know, and and um, a very powerful woman in football, and that, that's not a bad thing. However, it's it's the halls of Parliament, it's smoke-filled rooms uh, on Capitol Hill. Um, it's all of that sort of stuff. Um, and and I, I take back to that quote earlier. These are people that are all just... It must be a terrible, terrible place to work with everybody, worried about what everybody's thinking, saying, and... Doing and, and who's reporting back to the boss and what they're saying and what the boss has asked for people to to, to report back to him. And I just think it's very Kremlin-like in that sense. They're, they're, whichever way you look at it, you can call it stereotypical, you can call it racist, but there's something very, very Russian, uh, indeed, about the way the club is run. And I think that over the years, um, and JK will probably disagree, I know he will, in fact, that has, to me, it's led to a disconnect with the supporters, I do believe that more and more supporters, possibly of my age or my generation, uh, are looking at this and thinking there's less and less there for me. Um, I think any empathy with the supporters—I'm not going to go through a bit point by point—but anything empathy with the supporters is, is, is gone. They can put a show on. They can say we really care about you, supporters. We love you. When in truth, they fucking don't. They don't care. They don't give a shit. And and you know we are. I'll go back to what I said. We are almost that AI logic driven corporate brand. We're just a a, a corporate crushing machine. It's about the money, the dollars, uh, the sponsorship, the TV uh, and everything like that. And and not in my lifetime, perhaps, but supporters are becoming less and less relevant. No matter what he said, it's the inexorable surge or movement towards the Euro Super League. That's going to fucking happen. I don't care what FIFA and UEFA say. That is going to happen. And we want to be riding the Tigers back when that happens. There's no question in my mind about that. So, yes, it is run by sociopaths. And, yes, I do think that Frank Sacking will become an irrelevance one day, as will football managers, because we've spoken before about it on here. The link to the supporters is primarily through the manager of the club. They give the post-match interviews, the pre-match press conferences, we get everything from them. We get tweaks and that from players, but you know they are tightly controlled by the media people at the club. The manager is the link. And once you remove that, or you lessen the relevance of it, your main umbilical cord, your main link with the club has gone. It's fucking finished.
0: Well, I was going to say, just to add to that, Tony, that um, it's come at a really bad time, hasn't it? And I mean, I know this is something that you've alluded to, and I, and I have to say quite a lot of people of our generation you know we you know because we kind of grew up at a time when we were a bit more starry-eyed watching and supporting Chelsea but also later a time when Chelsea on the pitch were pretty rubbish it all became about who we went with and the pubs that we drank in it was the whole day and and the emotional connection is as much part of that as it as it is to to the football and and you're talking about a time now when we're not allowed to go we know what a load of old shonky bollocks football on TV is we know That there's a lot of stuff we don't like about modern football, and devoid of that, you know, weekly ritual of going to, as I said early on to you, Tony, eight hundred and eighty quid, you know, a year to go and see your pub, your mates in a pub is a bit stupid. Yeah. So I'm, you know, the fact that it's come now, I I just do wonder if this might be the final nail in the coffin for a lot of people who've found that there are better things to do.
2: Yeah.
1: Can can I come in there and be a little bit? um, Yeah. uh... Um, what's the word? Uh, outrageous. Don't you think that if Tuchel takes over and they start playing really well?
0: Well, I'm going to. Can I talk about Tuchel last? And you can bring that in then. No, it, it, all
1: right. I'd only let's say the manager, whatever manager comes in, and takes. Over yeah. And then manages manages to get a, 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 a successful side together that we will forget about this and we will we will put our well, support
0: behind this this man because the club is doing well all right let's get into it now yes and no but again I think it goes right back to what I said at the beginning it depends on whether you're bound to the club because of the emotional connection that you have with it as a whole or whether you're more connected to you know being entertained by watching great football whether you want to see your side win whether it's all about winning trophies I think I think if you're more into that, then you you get hooked back in really easy. I think if, if you're if it's about an emotional connection with a club that clearly doesn't want you to have an emotional connection with it, it's easy to make that separation.
1: Can't you have all of that?
0: Well, Can't yeah, you, of course you, you can.
1: An emotional connection with the club, desire for the club to do well. Uh, yeah. And, and uh, a joy with watching the team play yeah, well. I and, do and associating with players who you think are brilliant. Well, I do. Isn't it part of that? How long yeah. have you
0: been doing this show with me for?
1: Um couple of weeks
0: <laughs> about about eight years i reckon yeah. so you know every week when we play brilliantly how excited and i'm like a five-year-old kid again i love it
1: yeah, well, that, yeah. that's, that's my point won't aren't we aren't we slightly yes but i think we're, the, we're the, wallowing in today because it's not what we wanted well, or the, well, i
0: think the point that i'm making is that i am not a 21 year old kid i'm not a 14 year old kid anymore i've got exactly. other things in my life I am a bit more cynical. I am more we- world weary, and I have been brow beaten exactly. by this club, who fucking hate the ground I walk on. Remember, yes. I deal with these people. I know what I know their venality in every shape and form. So why why do I pay so much money to be abused every week? Well, this, this is exactly the point
2: I've made on Twitter today. At uh, the best part of you, if you you say like your nine hundred quid a year for your season ticket add on. However much, if I go up on the train, it's going to cost me an extra 40 quid a game or whatever. Then you add all the other money on it. So you're talking, you're not talking insignificant amounts of money. And then suddenly, suddenly a pandemic happens. You can't go to the ground. You can't go to the pub. You can't do anything. So you're indoors and every game is being streamed and you can watch the games you want, which for me are generally only Chelsea, right? Uh, And if any other games on, it's because of of a background interest or there's nothing else on. And a realisation that there is a bit more to life. And, and I do miss it. But I tell you what, I miss I miss having a pint of Guinness in the cock. I miss meeting Julie and Diana. And, and I miss meeting all those people, those lovely people that, that we mix with. But the actual slog of going up there, going into the ground, watching sometimes some of the most soulless games or whatever. And, 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 and look, this isn't a Chelsea thing. I put in I put into the I it was coming the fan cast it might be in a virtual pub was today that note I got from my mate who's a Manchester United fan, right? Who said everything we've said tonight, Right. He actually said word for word everything about um uh, uh, American owners, Russian oligarchs, business, corporate branding, all of the stuff and that. and he, he also mentioned that United the demographic, that everybody's about forty or over because none of the youngsters can afford to go. And all this stuff we've talked about, and I think that you know maybe it's a natural thing. Look, I, I, I am seriously at the point of saying, I could, if I can watch Chelsea at home for $7.99 a month on Amazon Prime, what, what do I lose? I I, I, I I save a load of money. I can meet you in a pub in Chichester with, with Dane and we can have a good old drink or whatever <laughs> if we wanted to. I'll miss it on the day. Of course I will. But is
0: that enough? Is that enough
2: of a connection to a club that, as you said, hates the fucking ground I walk on and well, doesn't give a shit? I think,
0: about? I mean, Dane, I know, I know you want to come in. Tony, I'm going to let Dane come in because he's been waiting yeah. very patiently. Then I want to go back to the abusive relationship, which I know is a real hobby horse of yours, Dane.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I just wanted to jump on what Tony said about, you know, potentially we'll be able to watch all the games. What I don't like about being at home is the defeat stays with me longer it's horrible uh, isn't and it, the Don't... bad performance. I can't seem to let it go. But as you as you rightly said, Tony, what you also miss is, you know, I used to go to the Duke on the Green before the ground. I didn't go to the cock. It's it's the Guinnesses beforehand. It's the crappy singer beer at halftime talking to some random guy about the performances. And then it's the, the Guinnesses afterwards. That's the things that helps you get over the pain of that bad performance. And it becomes about the people you meet who <laughs> are all Chelsea and less about the performance at home. <laughs> you are just stuck there with your blinking a bad mood for the last seven, next 7 hours especially when you lose you know early on in the day
0: i've just seen a tweet from the wonderful steve Mower, who we all know very well and he's got a question for tony and he says tony it means more time with the wife though
2: yeah i, I mean you know he's, he he's probably he's won the award tonight um, for the um uh, uh, for the the most politically incorrect.
0: <laughs> that's uh, very funny. ...thing in anyway, I've ever seen. Talking but, of know. abusive relationships, we we should pick up on what we were saying. And I I think, in in a sense, in a sense, that's what this is. You know, and and I mean, I've I've long equated support being a supporter of a football club where where you do spend all this money and you go every week and the rest of it. It's like being a drug addict, which is why. We can never, ever be customers, even though Guy Lawrence wants us desperately to be customers. Customers have a freedom of choice. If they think that what they're being sold is shit, they can go buy something else. We can't. We're addicted. We're drug addicts. We're addicted to Chelsea Football Club. And therefore, that puts us in a, a very perilous and weak position. And that can be taken advantage of. And that is abuse. And that's what Tony and I mean when I say it's an abusive relationship. Because they can do anything to us, and yeah. I mean, I understand what Tony's saying, but I'm bloody sure you will see me and Tony and the cock at some stage once we're allowed back in. Because we're victims of abuse and we can't help it. It's what happens in an abusive relationship. Isn't that right, yeah. Tony? Yes, yeah, so I, th- I I think so. I I you know I'm I'm
2: I've long. I've long, long gone away from being um, a Roman Abramovich a sycophant. Uh, I appreciate that the, the lot that's been done for the club, but I think it's been, you know, at a heavy cost. And I think, you know, for me, it's, it, it, there's, a, there's a touch of the Trump uh, about him. It's, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do all this lovely stuff for you, but I'm going to beat the fuck out of you every now and then, just so you know who's in control.
0: Well, abuse—it's the, the, the fund- abusive
2: father, abusive husband. Well, the, the
0: fundamental them. thing about abuse is it—it because it, 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 it's a, it can be a very broad definition, but fundamentally, abuse is about having power over somebody. Of course, that's why it yeah. works.
2: Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm, and, I, and I think that I think that the drug addicts um, analogy is also very good. You yeah. know, it, 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 I'm not going to suddenly become a Pompey fan. No. I'm not suddenly going to become a haven't fan. If I'm going to those grounds, it's because of the the banter, the atmosphere, the laugh I'll have with the people I'm with, yeah. and the fact that I can watch a game with, with absolutely no emotional attachment to it. It's a bit like watching, uh, you know, win the World Cup, when you watch Uruguay play, uh, I don't know, France or something like that. Yeah, I give a shit about who wins, really. You oh. just end up enjoying watching a good game of football for the love of the game without any of that. And And there's something... I have to say there is something quite attractive about that. I I I, I play walking football with my Pompey haven't supporting mates, and and I I look at the the joy they get from going to to a club that, lest we forget, a club that was nearly out of business like we were, but very seriously out of business a few years ago, right? With no expectations, they go and they take it on a game by game basis. If, if they win, they're the greatest team in the world. If they lose, um, what's his name, Kenny Jack, he's got to go, right? It's, it all comes down to that. And and I love that. I, I, I love it. To me, I, I look at them and I'm I'm almost envious because they're kind of liberated. Well, they're liberated from that, from, from everything that we put ourselves through. And it's not just us. You know, right. I'll put anybody in the top echelons of the Premier League, the fans that are so Well,
0: Loz, Loz has come up with a cracking riposte to that tone. He says, I got rid of the misses. Can't get rid of this habit, which I think is a very, <laughs> very valid, a very valid point, Loz. We're yeah. all with you in spirit, and some of us probably just like me aren't brave enough to try. I, I mean, I think, I think, in a sense, you know, I think, I, I mean, Dane, I, I, but we all share the view, really, in a sense. If Tony and I go off, a, go off on one, as we tend to do, get a bit emotional about it, and I think, you know, I, this kind of speaks a psychotherapist here, which is a bit naughty, but. I think perhaps what, what's going on underneath, particularly for Tony and I, and again, you know, Jonathan, I'm I'm, I'm commented on his, his, he's got his feet on the ground. And I, I, I sometimes think maybe me and Tony certainly don't, is that we still believe in some sort of way that we own this club. We have ownership of it. But I'm afraid that's all bollocks because we sold our soul uh, to the devil for glory in 2003. And I had a conversation with JK a few weeks ago and I said to him, I, you know what I that all that's true but I wouldn't have given it up for anything I've absolutely loved the fact that we've won all this stuff but I'm afraid you know that comes with consequences and the consequences are this is not our club in any way shape or form anymore it's a rich man's train set correct and that's where we are
2: I 100% agree and 100% agree you you you, you've you've nailed it perfectly, and and when you were struggling for our, I like you and I probably like to think of Chelsea in a kind of more Corinthian sort of spirit. You know that that we're all part and parcel is we're of commune or whatever. The, the truth of the matter is, the fans may well be, but the fans really. Have no influence or clout or say sign up for the
0: supporters trust anyway. Don't ignore all of this. (laughs) Isn't this
1: the same with every successful club nowadays? I mean, yeah, Yeah, all of them,
0: all of them, Jacob. All of
1: them are the same. That's the do you make that decision not to be part of that elite and be more like Burnley or Mm. uh, or is that what you accept? Because it's we're too far down the road for that now, I'm afraid.
0: All the big clubs and Spurs. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I
2: think you're right. I think you know, it, it's a good point that JK makes there. You know, they it, you can you don't have to look very far to find some Manchester City fans who don't like what they've become. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you United, United? why was United why was, set up, was, United, was, up FC United, didn't they? Yeah. Well, exactly.
2: Why was that done? You know, you could say, well, it was a bit of a vanity project from Skulls and, uh, and Neverland, and all that, but. A lot no, of it was, was all given me. by fans unhappy with the Glazers and the ownership of the model of that club.
1: There was a, a writer called Colin Schindler who um, uh, written some really good books, actually. And, did he um, write a list? <laughs> I, I
0: <don't>
1: know. <laughs> Fucking old you beat me to it? <laughs> 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 Sorry, Jake. Oh, it's OK. I think he was his um, his cousin or something. And um, Schindler's List cousin, but yeah, very good stuff. <laughs> but he, he's a really good writer. But he's a Man City fan, and his convictions were, were such that he couldn't bear the fact that the the club had sold its soul. So he refused to have anything to do with it anymore. And it takes, it, you know, it takes courage to do that, doesn't it? Yeah, it
0: does. Well, it takes courage, and I think this is the the point that I was kind of alluding to. It takes huge courage to to extricate yourself from an abusive relationship. Um, I'm not entirely sure I'm ready for that yet. Listen, I want to wrap this all up by really having a, a look towards the future because we all know, because we've read it all today. But Thomas Tuchel uh, is is going to be Chelsea's uh, new manager, the fourteenth, uh, fifteenth under him. I can't remember now. I've come up with a new name. I've got a new name for Thomas Tuchel. You're going to love this. I am renaming Thomas Tuchel, Tommy Two Shits. why why am i calling thomas tuchel tommy two shits because i do not give two shits about him i'm sure he's a very nice german i'm sure he's not a bad football coach i wish him all the luck in the world but in view of what we have said most of this evening we know he's only here for the money and his and his ego we know He's probably going to long off much of these academy players that we love to pieces and really well, feel that's... connected to, and we know he's going to get sacked in eighteen months. So what is yeah. the point? What is the point of? Hang on, I haven't finished my rant. What is oh, the sorry, point? Sorry. What is the point of? Of, I mean, you know, I'll back him. He's a Chelsea manager, but what is the point of any emotional connection to this guy? I well, don't I'll give think, two shits. Well, I'm going him. to
1: say it's the hope that he'll come along and somehow transform them. It's the hope
0: the that kills you.
1: It will that kills you into world beaters again because we have the um we the the carrot has been dangled from winning the Champions League and being brilliant in those period that period of from 2004 on and you want that back you just yearn for that you want to see great players you want to see great tactics on the pitch and he he plays a very specific way that isn't the way that Frank's been playing at all and it uh, and it, you know he was playing with Neymar and Mbappe and it's Hugely on
2: the break, and oh. it's going to be very quick football. You know, come you think on. it might work. Oh, come on! What come your objection? On J.K., the man is in charge of PSG. You and I could win what he won with PSG. No,
1: I'm not. I'm not denying that. I'm not denying that at all. I'm just looking at the football he had and the players he had. But let's just. So let's see. Let's let. Let's not. Let's not. Let's. It's going to be an, an adventure again. as it always is. Two European cups you
2: know, and two league earns. Well, there you go. Wow.
1: Well, yeah. no, I, I'm I'm not, willing to, uh, I'm, not willing to be disappointed in him before he starts. I'm sorry. I've got to, you've got but to th- give him a chance. I think that's
0: the point, JK. You know, if it was Rafa, then I'd have a reason to well, hate we him.
1: Do. We would hate him. Absolutely. You know. We thought there was a peer. I thought this would have been perfect to put Rafa in charge. Yeah. It? Well, we were but joking
0: about they, it, weren't they, we? We were.
1: There'd be no, no, nobody to shout at him or abuse him or boo him. So, so it would have been absolutely brilliant. But
0: this is why I'm calling him Tommy Two Shits. Because yeah. I'm ambivalent. That's what I'm and saying. Exactly I don't that. give two shits. It's pointless I, giving two shits. I'm almost at the point of suggesting that we
2: have a board of selectors. <laughs> I'll tell you what, no, no. <laughs> you, you know, the know the the
0: yeah, but, uh, well, you know... Why, well, potentially, why, we, but, potentially we may already have a board of selectors. Well, I forget the, the board. Forget the, yeah, but brought, forget the board. Why Why doesn't Roman just make himself the bloody manager? That's clearly well, yeah. what he wants. Yeah. And, and,
2: and if you read those, I don't know, was it in Carlos, but where he said... He was told, he, he he had discussions on the training pitch with Roman Abramovich about the tactics that Roman thought we should be using and the players he should be picking. Yeah, you know, you say what you like. At the end of the day, a rich man's train set is the best description of the club as it stands now that I've ever heard. Okay, that, that's what it is. And, and you can say that... Well, yeah, but he cares about the club. A rich man might care about his fucking train set. I'm pretty sure Rod <laughs> Stewart, with his five hundred thousand pound train set, cares a fucking lot about it. It's still a fucking train set to him, you know. So I, I you know, again, I'm I'm not standing here tearing up things and saying this is the worst thing we've ever done. I think it's just a shabby way to treat somebody. But fine, whatever. Time, time.
0: Do you, know, move do, on. do you know anything about, I mean, Dane and, you, and Tony, do you know anything about two I mean, Jonathan's, you know, obviously quite au yeah, fait okay with yeah. his PSG record. What, what What do you know, Dane?
3: Well, I know Denver Bar don't like him very much. Oh, because he's um, quite racist, isn't he? Neither does
2: Jargo
3: Yeah, he said he sort of alluded to that uh, Denver Bar had, you know, caused all the problems and that, you know, when the fallout went, uh, you know, I don't know if it was the full Fish Law or one of the PSG coaches said something uh, racist or or, or yes. referring his is a colour and I yeah. think uh, I think uh, Tuchel just wanted to get the game on and he, his words was not very uh, understanding yes so it was about playing down the
2: racism aspect wasn't
3: it yeah yeah and he said yeah to, to, he just wanted to get on with the game I'm not sticking up for him but he, he yeah he was uh, he, he wasn't very helpful. at Denver Bar did an interview fairly recently, then and he said, uh, "You know, I'd like to have a chat with him privately." <laughs> so I don't know what he means by that. Yeah, I'll, you know, I, I don't know if people know my background. Sometimes maybe people get bored of it, but obviously when uh, when uh, us US fans sort of found out that Christian Pulisic was uh, coming on the scene at Dortmund, many of us, you know, wanted to see what were the fuss about. So he was Tuchel was obviously in charge, and uh, so I watched you know quite a few of their games, hoping to see a glimpse of Pulisic and. uh yeah, he does play, a, you know, a good style, attacking. he likes players to be, you know, fast, lots of movement. So I don't know where I was getting a lot on Twitter earlier about, oh, Jorginho and Alonso could be in this team because they're certainly not his players, but apparently he was fans of him. I don't know how that works out. Yeah, I'd go on more how I saw Dortmund play rather than PSG. I think PSG is a team of personalities, and you, as Tony said, you know, one of us a lot could manage them. But Dortmund, they did play, you know central counter-attacking, attacking game, lots of movement, lots of switching of positions, pace, and, but he has fallen out with three boards, you know, I think yeah. he was manager in Mainz, uh, Dortmund, and PSG, and you know, yeah. he tends to fall out with people, uh, so <laughs> people are, if you've got those franchise supporters who are only in in it, in it the club, because they support Pulisic, or if he's, if he's playing, then, then they jump on the Hudson-Odoi bandwagon, uh, you know, you might be a bit upset, because He's not just going to be here to. We've got to support him. He's not just going to be here to get the best out of Pulisic. He's got to get the best out of all the whole freaking so team, isn't he? I mean,
2: first of all, Brett, Brett Rutherford, well done, because he's the first one in the mix with. Did you even watch PSG?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so well done Wim, for
2: that, because uh, me and him had a little little disagreement earlier on. But I, I agree. But then uh, Neil Barnett, he put out a very. Astute tweet today where he said, you know, if if the if we've deployed a German on the basis that we need to give help to Werner and Havertz, um, we employed Rafa, didn't we, to help out Torres? Torres, That work out?
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, Mm. too much power for the players, too much, you know, know, too much face saving by the board for bad decisions.
2: Yeah, I I I personally think it's let's jump on the German band German manager bandwagon because look at Klopp. And he followed Klopp, so he must be another Klopp. Yeah, and I, I, I think just, there's a little bit of that. But
0: it's, it's, point it's point. as I said, it, 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 it's just basically smacks of a lack of football knowledge and intelligence, doesn't it? Which we've been alluding to all night. I mean, maybe I should call Tommy Two Shits, Tommy, Tommy's Vice Shice, Shice. Yeah, Tommy, Tommy's Vice Shice. I think, but uh, Tommy Two Shits is better. I think that, that this, this has got to become a thing. I need you to all. Uh, clearly obviously give me the copyright rights on it, but I want you all to refer to him as Tommy Tushits from now on. Look, um, the reality is, as I said, it doesn't really matter, does it? Because, you know, he ain't going to be there very long. And I mean, uh, Steve, lovely Steve, uh, who's always in here, uh, a great uh, chap on uh, Twitter as well. But he he's Steve Morgan, that is, I think. Anyway, he he said something very interesting about what, of course, I've lost it now because there's so many comments on Mixler. You are brilliant at that. And I love you for it. Um, Yeah, he was something about Kevin Hatchard, Steve. Yeah. No, Andy Brassel, who's a respected World Football Journal. Uh, well, I know this because I listened to uh, Trans Euro Express on Sunday nights with Danny Kelly, which is probably the best show on football on the radio. Um. Anyway, Andy What's Brass.
2: What channel is that
0: on? TalkSport. the only decent show but on TalkSport. Okay. I like Danny Kelly. Yeah, he's good. Anyway, Andy Brass, a respected world football journal on Tuchel. I think it's a reasonably sensible choice. It's about the short term at Chelsea, and I think you know a lot of my ire tonight, and, and I, you know I think a, a few of us as well, uh, is really that I was. I think as I said, it's it, it, one thing is to lose Frank Lampard, but we're not idiots. We all knew it would come to an end one day sooner rather than later probably it's the fact that the you know the 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 longer term view you know getting away from this short-termist idea which we we know has led to a lot of the problems that we're currently facing the fact that we've got loads of players who aren't good enough because we've had so many different managers over there all these things is about (laughs) to return and that idea of actually doing things in an intelligent way with a more long-term view seems to have gone and I think that's for me actually that's as 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 painful a loss as the loss of frank lampard which yeah. might be a weird thing to say but that's kind of where i am on it I, I, F- final comments boys tony then dane and then yeah, okay, the, so leave I, the my, last best to last jonathan last okay, so I, I, again
2: i'm i'm with you I, I i feel nothing but complete apathy um towards him um and it might have been slightly different there were two two coaches that i probably would have thought i would have accepted uh, easier than than, than him. Uh, one of them uh, being Hassan Huttal, I think probably. But again, he probably would want time that he wouldn't be given. Um, my my biggest one of my biggest concerns here is is that no other manager, no other manager has brought youth into our system like Frank Lampard. No one. Sarri didn't do it. Sarri only brought Hudson Odoi in because he did try to be Southgate fair. Southgate played him for England.
0: He did try to be fair.
2: Sorry, All right. but yeah, uh, with rumours off the cheek and. Uh, um, and, and, and uh, Hudson-Odoi but he only did hudson Adoy after being shamed into it by Gareth Southgate True. sorry that's the way it was okay um, so Frank's done that and I fear that Billy Gilmore will be a casualty of this because I think he will want Kovacic or he will want um uh, Jorginho instead, and Gil- Gilmore will Okay. Sit down well,
0: them. here's the irony, then, Tony. Um, we're not allowed back into the grounds. I don't think we'll be back this season. No, There's a chance are. that Thomas Tuchel sorry, Tommy Tushitz could be Chelsea's manager and be gone by the time we're back in.
2: There is, there is every possibility <laughs> of that. But I, I think I'll go back to I think I, I think Tammy won't want to be um, further down the pecking order. You know, when you can argue that it's him and Giroud who get the nod at the moment because you know, they do score goals. I think Werner will come good and I think Havertz will come good But because um, I remember Drogba's first season and, and 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 what a marmite fucking time that was for a lot of people, even though I was really bigly in favour of, of Drogba. Um, I, I think Rhys James might be thinking to himself, OK, let's see how this goes because he's good enough to fucking play for any other team in the Premiership without any question and probably would be perfect at a Barcelona or a Real Madrid, if they wanted to sniff around him, I think Mason Mount, who must be hurting more than anybody at the moment, and I do think Mason Mount being captain yesterday was Frank's parting shot. I do think that was part and parcel of it, right? That was like, "Fuck you," this is how much I think of this boy. He's captain for the day, um, but I think, you know, I, I I really do worry that we will we are reverting to checkbook player policy and that the youth academy and the players that we brought through will be slowly, but surely dissolved and moved on.
0: Mm -hmm. Dane?
3: Oh, yeah. Regarding the Mason Mount, you know, sort of to to this dent grief tone, if he knew he was going, then it is like a a last finger up at so-called people. But also on the other hand, he's been our best player by far this season. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Mason Mount. And it had, it had a little bit of a Ray Wilkins sort of feel to it by uh by, <laughs> it's like saying it's like out of Rent a Ghost.
0: I know, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Showing off my beers. Go on. Yeah,
3: just by him being made captain, it had like a like a Ray Wilkins sort of vibe about it. You know, a young captain, uh one of our own. You know, that's what Frank did. He integrated the youth like no other manager before, and as a local boy myself, born and bred, it really made me proud. I would I don't think I'm ever going to have a connection or or the love of or, of a coaching staff like I, you know, I did for Frank and Jody. Uh, you know, I hope that they're listening because, you know, if the stadium was if the stadiums were allowed back in, we would have been supporting you all the way. You know, I can't thank you enough. It was for that for 18 months, no matter what, how some 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 results were in performances, that connection you just had with that manager, and that, that benefit, the doubt you was giving him, it just felt. So real, and I'm scared we'll never have that again. And I can't see the board ever doing it again because if if we are as cynical as we're saying that he was only given a chance because there was a chance of ban and no one else wanted it, then he's had to go through you know the unprecedented times of 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 you know this worldwide pandemic. You know, yeah. it's, it's such a sad thing. But you know, we lost. We lost. Could have been you know the best player in Europe. We dragged us through so many games. It was a sheer excellence that Hazard would produce moments of magic, which more often than not would result in a win for us. You know, he had, as we said earlier, he had players previously bought for uh, ex and sacked managers who just didn't fit into his thoughts or game plan, and he just couldn't get rid of them. You can't blame him. No one in Europe wanted to buy these players, whether they were watching their money or the way the world was. He, he's had, he's had, he's had, uh, you know, brick walls and doors shut in his face for eighteen months, and he's he's tried his best, and I'm so upset it didn't work. I thank him because you know probably our greatest ever player, and it's, it's ended in the way that we probably all foresaw too early. Yeah, so it's a, it's a sad set. So him and Jody, you know, I'll always hold in high esteem. Met Jody quite a few times. He's a top bloke, Chelsea sport, born and bred as well.
0: It's a really yeah. good point, Dane. We we've not mentioned Jody tonight, and that's very remiss of us actually, because I love Jody, and he he again bleeds blue. In fact, actually, he probably bleeds blue more than Frank. He's born in the Manor. Yeah. Got to play for the club as a kid who supported them, and he's been unceremoniously given yeah, the he's old a as well. boy. He was, yeah, uh, exactly. yeah, he was the boy. He was. Uh, That's a really mm-hmm. good point. Thank you, Dane. Finally, the fi- and finally, as and finally, as Alistair and Burnett and finally, and you know, as Alistair Burnett you know, would, you know, would you know, say, well, Jonathan
2: Kidd, the latest in beanie fashions as well. beanie man. It's because my heating's a bit shit and
1: I'm
0: a bit. Oh, Bless you. What have you got to say?
1: it's going to mean exciting times for the podcast.
0: Always. <laughs> Always, because um,
1: regardless of, of, of how much we're hurting at the moment, um, uh, it's a new manager. We'll be looking at his uh, what he, how he's going to select the side. Um, you wonder whether, in fact, he will be given um, an edict by Roman, as um, uh, Ancelotti was, to try and integrate as much of the youth as before. That might be part of it, and Roman may be overseeing that, or the board... Check, you have to see Check's role in this we haven't talked about Check's role if Check has been aware of all of this over the past few weeks and his big mate is being sent to the cleaners meanwhile then you know it's it's not hypocritical it's business but bloody hell that must have been difficult for Check. but if Check is in a position to say um actually you've got to try and incorporate youth as much as possible because it's a fantastic academy you'll have to be watching you know we can't have a situation like with sari and sari paid no attention to the youth at all you've got to have you never want to watch them Um, It may be that uh, um, That's part of the deal He's involved in all of this Um, And um, it will be exciting To see what team he selects It'll be exciting to see uh, What he attempts to do tactically So it's a new beginning And we must um, We must get behind him And accept the fact that uh, We could end up Because of the the, uh, The dead manager bounce bit That we could end up Finishing in the top four With ease Just because the players Will then be wanting to Impress him. You'll have people making much more of an effort than they did before. And he might come up with a way of making them play uh, a lot differently and um, and possibly even better than Frank was achieving at the end. So this may be an absolutely positive thing to be doing. And remember, we've got um, Atletico coming up, who've only shipped six goals and we, the club is very keen for something to happen. Yeah. And he's He's tactically,
0: so we might uh, we might only lose four nil rather than maybe eight. Like, yeah, all right, chid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks
1: very much for that. Yeah. Okay, we might. On the other hand, we might put up a decent. Let's. We've. It's all to play for. We're looking at it, and it, indeed, after six weeks of this, we might say he's shit. We've. Uh, what we're going to do? He's not going to be around for much longer. But uh, nonetheless, we are um, embracing. We'll have to embrace a new manager, mm. and uh, and I'm I'm all for it because we'll have a lot to say about it.
0: The expression "shagging somebody else while your ex's body is still cold" springs to mind. No, it. it, it, <laughs> it,
2: it, it, it well, that's it, it, up there with rich men's that like, he's fucking hell.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you want to put it that way, but I'd, rather, <laughs> just I'd have... rather put it. I'd rather put it as it's the new manager comes in and we just see what he does. Yeah, and we talk, can we talk about it.
0: I'm staying with. I'm. I'm surely sensible, uh, sensible of you, uh JK. Thank you one very much. Was Thank oh, you. Okay. Oh, I
1: know. I have, I'm not competing <laughs> with Chich in the slightest. That was that was absolutely beautifully put, um, 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 stated,
0: Jim. Fantastic. Mm, right, I'm, I'm. I'm. staying with uh, Tommy shits Anyway, look. In all honesty, look. Here's the thing, people. And I mean, actually, I, I'm. I'm going to. I'm about to do the outro. But before I do that, um. And actually, Mark Meehan says, "Good job, not the other way round, Chidge. Yeah, right. That's very true, Mark. Uh, there's a word for that, and it begins with N, and it's yeah. not it's it's not Nagelsmann. <laughs> but anyway, look. I mean, in all fairness, and this is why I love Jay, I mean, there's million. There there are as as many millions of reasons I love J.K. as the other millions of reasons that I was going on about at the beginning of the show. I hate him. <laughs> yes. But I have to say bless his little heart he's as as as, as and lester has said jk jk is trying to be positive and at the end of the day this has left us all feeling thoroughly sick to to death today about frank and the end of that dream and uh you know the unfair way in which we think it's done not being given the opportunities and all of that kind of thing but it will pass the pain will pass um You know, and life goes on, and football goes on, and Chelsea will go on. The podcast goes on. Yeah, the podcast. I mean, look, if if Chelsea got blown up tomorrow, we'd just come on every week and waffle about something else. You can't get rid of us. You can't get rid of us that easily. No, 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 no. I mean, you know, we could have talked about the cricket tonight. At least England won today, JK. Yeah, great. Exactly. Anyway, life goes on. Chelsea goes on. Football goes on. The Chelsea fan cast goes on. But I do hope that in what is quite a long show, uh, about two hours 15 minutes uh, we've had so many of you in mixler tonight um god there's still more more in you more of us of you in there now than there are normally are at the start of a show so
2: 239 it
0: peaked out I well think. i do hope that you we've helped you get through it tonight i do hope that we've helped you mourn a bit feel a little bit better and i hope that you'll be with us uh on friday uh this week to to keep going because that's Basically what you have to do, you got to accept it and move on and look to a brighter day. And J.K. in his own inimitable way, I think, managed to put that brilliantly, and I love him for it. So uh, I am afraid that that is all we've got time for this week. J.K. and I will return this Friday, in fact, at 7 o'clock, live on Mixella for the preview show. with uh, Not Dean Mears, actually. Dean, Dean needs to swap with somebody, so I need to figure that out. Uh, but we will have, I'm really looking forward to this, we're going to have Adam Newson uh, from Football London uh, on the show with us. And we will be looking back at the Wolves game, which no doubt will win about 6-0. Uh, Werner will get five goals. You know, this is how <laughs> this is how football is. We've been around it a long time.
3: Be,
1: absolutely.
0: We've been around a long time. This is what happens. Uh, and of course, we'll also be looking ahead to the Burnley match at the weekend. Uh, hopefully we'll have a Burnley match. Uh, you know uh, opposition view as well so there you go you've got that to look forward to I can tell you that Dino has already sent me um, the latest episode of Went to Mo Kings Meadow podcast for the Chelsea FC women's team I can guarantee you that it won't be going out tonight because this is going to be take me about two hours to put up but there you go uh, well obviously we'll be back next Monday as well for the Chelsea fancast reviewing the Wolves match and the Burnley match and uh, looking forward to the Spurs match Goodness gracious me, if if, if Tommy Two Shits loses that, man, there'll be a contract on him. There'll be a contract on him. Anyway, JK and myself will be joined by Mark Meehan, mean even, uh, and, uh, or Eddie McCready's Blue and White Army, for those of you who know him, and Sam Incasol making his debut on the Monday night show from Football London, so that'll be a good one. So ch- just
2: offering himself a Friday, you
0: know that. Oh, Mark, do you want to, if, if you don't mind doing Friday and Monday, Mark, go for it. <laughs> well, you Consider yourself booked. Bookham, Dano. If you maybe you can confirm you can do both because that would be lovely. Oh, the you secretary
2: could... Bookham for you. <laughs> He's busy.
0: Is that okay with you, J.K.? I'm not sure. I've just
1: got to make you a coffee first.
0: <laughs> so what Marina not... says to Roman? Yeah, an Irish coffee.
2: Yes. Anyway, he needs, he needs to take his glasses off and his beanie off and shake his hair out. I you?
0: think he looks great. I think this is a good look. This is no, no. <laughs> beanie on. Yeah. Beanie back I'll on. Put it back on again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. No, 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 no. It's enough. We love you as you are. Right. The Chelsea Fancast is available as a podcast on ChelseaFancast.com, Acast, Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, as well as other podcast distributors. I do believe it's on Alexa. I have to say that she's woken up. I knew that would happen. I knew that would happen. Yeah, my one did. Yeah, yeah. So play Chelsea Fancast (laughs) on Alexa. Alexa, play Chelsea Fancast. Alexa, stop. Chelsea Fancast
3: from Amazon Music. Resuming Brighton
0: rocket. Chelsea fan number five They're well, well behind. Alexa, stop. Anyway, there you go. Proof you can get it on Alexa. So there you go. Um, now, the, the uh, iPad hub, the uh, I, um, iPhone, what do we call it? I've no the, idea, mate. This technology, okay. I mean, Dane's our technological expert. Anyway, where was I? Now, talking of which, talking of podcasts, you can find the Chelsea Fancast and other Chelsea podcasts on the CFC Blues app, as they tell you here. Uh now quick shout out for patreon I have to say i'm I'm just hugely i don't even know what the word is humbled i think that we've had so many people joining us uh on uh on patreon recently which is just lovely of you remember uh if you do sign up to patreon all you have to do is you just pay a little bit of money every month really um that's uh, all you have to do, as little or as much as you want. There's really no pressure. There are no tears or anything like that. You just pay a little bit of money just to say thank you, support what we do. Helps me to cover the ridiculous costs I have, actually, in running this show. You'd be surprised. Um, but, but with that uh, is a chance to get a Kerry Dixon mini banner. So a replica of the banner that's uh, up at the uh, Matthew Harding end. And of course, you also get access to our Discord group, which is the antidote to Twitter. Tony, you really should join our our Discord group, mate.
2: I have got the Discord app. In fact, I deleted it yesterday because the damn thing. Whenever I try and log in, says, "What is your two factor code or whatever it is?" And I haven't read, I'll email. I'll email
0: you. I'll email you a link to our Discord group. But it's great fun. Really decent yeah, people in there. It's a bit like it. it's a bit like Mixler, but WhatsApp yeah. for Mixler. It's it's really yeah. good. Love seeing people in there. And as I said, you get an invite to that if you if you join us on Patreon as well. So there you go. So thank you. Now, finally, uh, just a massive thanks to all the people who email us every week. Sorry that uh, the emails that were supposed to be read this week got bumped, but I'm sure you understand why. If you want to email us, uh, try and do it by Sunday at the latest, because I tend to write the script on a Sunday evening. Uh, you can also send us a message on patreon you can send us a message on instagram and D- uh, dane lets me have those because i can't figure out instagram as you all know even a tweet it's all easy to even discord there's a questions for the show bit in discord so there you go loads of ways to get hold of us uh, the email of course is chelseafancast at gmail.com uh, you can follow the show on twitter at chelsea fancast me at Stamford chidge and uh, by the way i could you know chelsea fancast needs a few follows on twitter i need a few follows on twitter N- not because we don't have many but i've we've been stuck on the same level for what seems like months i keep wondering whether maybe twitter have got to me or something but anyway whatever chelsea fancast me at stanford chidge jonathan at jonathan kid dane at d wit 9 and tony at grocer uk so there you go uh Tony, uh, I mean, I have—I feel much better, and it's not just the beer. It's your company for the last two and a bit hours. It's been great, is not
2: it? It and has. Just um, what we needed. i thoroughly enjoyed it, even though, you know, JK is now looking like one of those teenagers you see on CCTV. <laughs> um, crimes that are sent out, you know, have you seen this person? Has he tried to rob a bank earlier or, mask
1: or on. I've just got my mask on. This is where it's going to be from now on. Cause the, yeah, yeah. The virus yeah. is um, getting worse and worse.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I'll I be honest with you. I had expected it to be slightly more confrontational tonight. Um, and I'm glad it hasn't been because I think even though, no, well, possibly, I think. But um, I, th- I think it's quite nice that we have this sensible debate. Even when we disagree, we're all still coming from the same perspectives. And, and yeah, so there's respect and love in there. And it's it's been good. And It's been cathartic for me as well, because, you know, as, as horrible as I think today has been, up there with sacking some of the, my my favourite managers ever, um, you know. Again, as Chid said, I ignore the person who's picking the team, watch the football, and carry on with um, the proper things in life afterwards.
0: Yeah, Dane.
3: Yeah, yeah. As helps, like Tony said, you know, it was a bit of a slumber to start with, but it got better. Uh, I'm going to change tactics a little bit and just say, you know, it's it's a tough time for a lot of people at the moment, yeah. and. You know whether you're you're struggling or or not, or just want to chat. You know you can DM me on Instagram, DM me on my personal account, or on Twitter. You know I've seen all the films. We can talk films. I'd listen to all the music. We talk about Chelsea. Talk about whatever you want. But you know I'll always get back to you. And I've been a bit a bit. Uh, not, not not been posting a lot on Instagram recently because I'm moving house and there's a lot going on. But, you know, I'll always answer. I'll always eventually get back to you, you know, and uh, I'm always here and like anyone else. Well, you know?
0: that's really kind of you to say, Dane, and I, I, absolutely, I absolutely echo that. Um, you know, I'm pretty accessible, really, and I'm always open for a chat. I'm very, very busy, but I will always try and get back to you because I know that, as Dane said, a lot of people struggling at the moment. I've been struggling too, actually, With the lockdown, this lockdown, it's Mm. been tough and there's been a lot of stuff going on in my world, which has been getting me down too. So I'm around. Get hold of me. It's always good to talk. Now, uh, you've been brilliant, you two, by the way. I really enjoyed doing the show tonight. It's really (laughs) helped, actually. It's really been quite cathartic and I needed it. Uh, Jonathan, as always, you are an absolute legend, Meister. Thank you. If it had been just you and me, we've come to blows. No, we would have been good, man. You know, honestly. You know, we get on really well, man. I mean, we have our ups and downs, but, I mean, you know, we get on well. I love you. That's all that matters. Oh, oh, that, everybody listening, isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> that's what it's
1: about.
2: If only Twitter were like the fan cast.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you annoy the shit out of me a lot, but I still love you, and that's the main point. <laughs> you don't annoy me at all. <laughs> we can't all be perfect, JK. Okay, all right. <laughs> It's like that, you know, that's just I've had this weird flashback, which I know you'll appreciate some like it hot. That scene with Tony Curtis and Oscar in the boat. Yeah. 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 But I can't have children. That's okay. We can adopt some. (laughs) (laughs) I'll leave you all that very surreal thought. But as always, J.K. As Oh, well, Paul Burgess says J.K. has been very subdued tonight. I think you've been all right. I think you had some brilliant points to make. Yeah.
1: Thank you, but also I felt that um, uh, emotionally, I felt um, uh, uh, Tony, who was great, and Dana was great. I thought they both came in with, um, with uh, as all of you, but I, I'm, I'm slightly less, I'm bizarrely slightly more removed from this, and yeah. I think um,
0: you've been around think, a lot longer
3: than we have. Yeah, you've seen it all before, absolutely. mate. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. in a exactly. weird way, Jonathan, you've helped yeah. us. I think,
1: and oh, sweet, thank, yeah. You. thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, you but but it, the the emotion has been great, and I think it's been good that you've you've put forward that view. But I think large numbers of people on Mixer and listening to this will will relate heavily to that. But I'm an old cynic now, and I've just been yeah. through so much stuff, and I was hurt. I was hurt when uh, when the doc got got um, sacked. You know. Mm. So. In nineteen sixty seven, so I'm
0: uh You're still cross about that. Oh I hate oh I hate <laughs> yeah. the board for that. Listen oh. very quickly, I've just got a um a, a mixler message from keep the blue flag flying high in north. He wants to know what your Instagram uh title is, uh Dane. What are you on Instagram? Oh it's
3: Oh, if he goes to the uh the bio of our Chelsea fancast and it will say this. This account is overlooked by me and you, and obviously my Instagram name will be in there. All
0: right, there you go. So go, go find it. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Is that
2: is that one of that is that that sort of credit like executive producer? Yeah. Which means you do fuck all. You just yeah. well, Well. uh, Come on! Well, yeah, I have
3: to tell people that they're not, you know, at the beginning they all thought there was messaging Chidge so I had to obviously let them know that it's yeah, me. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's like I it, feel it, really... if he does one. It's it's, it's, it's it's sorry, it's the same as it's literally the same as my Twitter account. It's at the wit, but a zero nine instead yeah. of the Twitter. I, I, I feel like really
0: nine. famous, like I have people like like these famous people on Twitter have other people to do their tweeting for them. I feel a bit like that. You've made me feel really special, Dane. Anyway, some people would say I'm very special, but for a different reason, and they would probably be right. Now, that is it. We've got to go home. I've got to go and edit this and put this up. Um, I, one final shout-out. The people in Mixler tonight, Outstanding. Outstanding. I just regret that I can't include all your comments. Otherwise, it would be an eight-hour show. But the strength the strength of support. I mean, here's the thing, right? We, you, you all think that we support you, but you support us. Just the knowledge that there are so many of you in here tonight, getting engaged and making comments, that helps us to feel so much better. And I love you for it. Well done. Right, that's it. On behalf of us all, the Chelsea Fancast, thank you for listening. See you next week. Until then, keep it blue, keep it careful, and keep it Chelsea.
2: Up, up no. <laughs> Dummy two shits.
0: Blue and white <laughs> army. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen.